It's Friday, you bastard. This is your attorney general and purveyor of decency and sensible shoes, John Ashcroft. Legalization of marijuana is on the rise around the world, like England and Canada. But those are just some foreigners. We can't let that happen here in the greatest, freest, and most arrogant country in the world. While legalization of marijuana would cause unemployment to rise by dismantling of the DEA task force and would take food from the mouths of needy politicians. So stick with alcohol. That's fine. And cover up them naked statues, will you? I have a mother complex, and that bothers me. And get your feet off my nice, clean floor. This message paid for by Citizens Against Fun in America. He is a mother. Make no mistake about that. So who do you like, George? Jets, Raiders, who do you like? What? What about Rich Garcia's feet? Anyway, we took uh, this poll yesterday, which kind of surprised me. 1,023 votes. Not too shabby, man. Not too shabby. Boy, are we in a good mood today or what? At least I am. You already got your stub. Yeah, I'm playing with it now. <laughs> George already got his stuff. Now, what about Carlos? Are they paying you like with a paper check or are you like a uh, direct deposit? Paper. paper check. All right, let's hear it. Oh! Two out of three of us getting a paper check today, so we're waiting eagerly to see our close best personal friend, Clarence. Not that we don't ordinarily like Clarence. He's okay for a guy that can't get laid and has a penis like a butterfly, but nevertheless, we're waiting for those paper checks today. We saw Muff stick his head in the door, which is always nice to see him, but, you know, he don't give the checks out anymore. So as much as we like seeing him, it's uh, he's small potatoes. 1,023 votes on the poll yesterday. Over the years, who's been the worst chronic on Neil's show? Oh, look at this. Well, it's I, I can't see. When I, once I print it out, I don't want to look at it again because it keeps changing. The Maricon guy, you know that spick Maricon, that guy who calls about 40, 50 times a week. He uh, beat everybody else out. Came from behind, 171 votes. I'm really shocked and pleased but shocked that Dennis, the professional Catholic, Came in second with 150 votes. You're, the audience is out of you, sweetheart. Okay? And not just us. And by the way, Dennis, how come you won't speak to anybody who disagrees with you? Uh, Greg from Port St. Lucie. Now, there are many of these votes were ph phony, but it's well-deserved. I think I did the right thing by him, don't you? Absolutely. I extended the olive branch of friendship. I said, if you just one fax a day, your faxes are excellent, your calls suck, and seeing you makes me want to throw up, but... A fax a day keeps uh, the angry angriness away or something like that. How's that go? So yesterday he sent us an excellent fax to start, and he wasn't doing all that well on the poll. I think he did it on purpose, don't you? Because he, he's in denial, but the fact that he moved all the way up to third with 137 votes, I think he's squeezing it right now if he could find it. His wife said, you know, she can't find it. He has a wife? Yeah, he has a wife. You know? He Well, he said in that one fax, he said, uh, Greg, he said, Andy and I are married. Now, I didn't realize it was to each, to each other. We're happily married, and uh, we're doing just fine. Who's the man? Gilbert. Well, that's not the answer to your question, because that certainly <laughs> is not. Oh, brother. Do you think Gilbert has a penis? I really doubt it. Maybe just like a nub. Anyway, Gilbert uh, has got 130. He's in fourth place. See, the interesting thing about the pool is that the more recent chronics are obviously getting a lot more votes, like the Maricon, because he never stops. He's always there. And Dennis, who's just uh, covering the universe with a blanket with his professional homophobia and Catholicism. Greg from Port St. Lucie was like small potatoes until he faxed three times yesterday and moved way up on the list and well-deserved. Three times in one day, Greg. Get with it. This is Eddie. Absolutely. Especially after I played the voicemail yesterday, and he still only got 113. He goes all the way back to IOD, by the way. Not that a lot of these other people don't. Eddie does? Sure. He was calling Rick and Suds first. Oh, no. Yeah. 
We don't want no leftovers from Rick and Suds. <laughs> except that. Paul Harvey Jr., 48. He was a late addition, but he's small potatoes. Andy from Hollywood only had 39. I'll tell you one thing, Andy. You can't even lick Greg's ass. You're not in the same category. Greg, 137. Andy from Hollywood, only 39. Talk about small potatoes. Man, a pretender, a wannabe chronic. Woody, 28. Now, there's a guy. I voted for Woody. He should have had a lot more votes. Yes. And then talk about going back to IOD. I think he goes all the way back to before I came to town. A staple. Oh, and, not just and that day at Paxton that he actually drove up. He, I was driving out out of that service road there, whatever the hell that thing is. And in comes the car, and he stops. Nail, nail. I rolled on my window. It's Woody. Now, see, at that time, if I would have been prepared, the guy with the eyes has got 26. Pretty good since uh, Ken. We haven't heard from Ken in a long time since he got that Greg from Port St. Lucie blow-up doll. Mitch from the video store, Video Waves, 24. And that goes back five years. Once we finally got rid of him, which wasn't easy, he just vanished. Thank the Lord. And he was also uh, part of that whole little circle. He's still out See, there. one Don't thing the audience him. needs to know when it comes to these chronics is that they actually had like a little fraternity, you could call it, a little circle jerk. Right. And they were like uh, like hanging out together. I don't know if I ever told you. Please. But Mr. G, once upon a time, yeah, invited me to go to Denny's with him and Gilbert and the guy with the eye. Now, who's going to buy? Gilbert, I guess. He's loaded. He is loaded. But I just, I, uh, that was hysterical to me. Mitch from Video Waves 24, Blind Mike only 17. My, 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 that's a pretty weak number for, uh, but we haven't heard from Mike Lance in a long time. Don't call him Blind Mike, by the way, George. It's Mike yeah, he Lance. He doesn't like it. It's sightless. Mike. Wasn't it Walter Lance that did Woody Wood, Woody's Woodpecker? Ted. Gil Siegel from WK18 at Camilla's house, seven votes. Todd with Sue Steve with seven. And Mr. G in last place with six. How appropriate is that, huh? He's going to be real upset about that up in Wisconsin. Is he up in Wisconsin? Right. But I'm sure he's listening on the Internet right now, Mr. G, in between having a rip-snorting good time. Yeah. He's got a cold? He's got a little cold. Kind of like Hank's got a cold. Boy, that thing, did you hear any of that yesterday from the Bahamas? Now, I get in my car to go to the uh, pizza loft to meet Rimmer, and let me tell you again, you're not getting that free lunch from Rimmer because what it cost him to buy that new house, he can't afford to buy you lunch. Man, seriously, you ought to see that house. And guess who lives in the same uh, complex? Chris Chambers lives in there. Eddie Jones from the Dolphins lives there. We are, as we were driving out toward the pizza loft, he's giving me the two. Oh, this one lives over here, and this one. That's why they got that big expensive house, because important people live in there. Not that they need that for Maybe two that's people. that's what he can do in the office. Two people don't need a 75,000-square-foot house. But because all these other important people live in there, that's why he's there. So and I, re I reminded him that his neighbor in Coral Springs used to be Mitch Hirsch. So what does that tell you? So don't assume that your life is going to get a lot better because you've got important neighbors, Rimmer, okay? He could do star tours in the off-season. What do you mean, could? That was the first one yesterday. Was I impressed? No. No, nice house, though. Good luck to you, Rimmer. You'll need it. Here's our poll today. Who is the luckiest person on the face of the earth? Most success, least talent. I like this poll. Oh, and wait till you hear this thing that I found. Thanks to CNN, of all people. CNN is usually pretty dry, right? Where the hell is it, if I can find it? Where the hell is it? Like I said, wait till you hear it. It might not be today. I'll find it here somewhere. It's a, a website called miaggravatingmisomething.com. I can't find it. Like I said, you'll hear it one of these days on the show. <laughs> well, I have so much crap here. You know, that's the way it is. I sure, I'm sure I must have it here somewhere, don't I, Carlos? So think? It's on the website. No, I got it here. Oh, here it is. The website is miannoying.com. Am I annoying? Yes. But I'm not. I'm small potatoes. 
And it's a uh, website where they have uh, they specialize in uh, people bitching about annoying people, which is not the same as our other poll today, but I just mentioned this in passing. Oh, by the way, you'll also be pleased to know that we have a great show today because there are no spots. The whole station is void of spots today, which is probably why the sales department is in that seminar in Hollywood where the Raelians were. I think it's appropriate also that the Raelians were in that building first and now our sales department is there especially Petey Lenny. And didn't I say to you this morning, before you told me about the seminar, didn't I say that Petey Lenny is definitely a Raelian? That he's out of this world? Yes, you did. He is definitely not of this planet. There is no question about that. Old leather puss. Is, is it the sun? Is that what makes people like that? How can he not have skin cancer then? Maybe he does. No, seriously. How can you, how can you have, like, leather skin? Weathered from the heat, from the sun and the heat and the uh, all of the other all of these things, and not uh, and still be alive. I don't understand it. It works for Ron Diaz, the cigar store Indian. Well, he was an Indian. That was natural. Don't be picking on them. It'd be like putting a hand grenade in your mouth and pulling the pin. I've never seen a man most and least annoying of 2002. Let me just give you a clue. Now, a lot of these people, when we get to this eventually, since we have no spots and we got a lot of time to do stuff, and we'll take a call or two here and there if we ever get any. See, I have a whole new attitude about that. I'm doing what I want to do, and uh, I'll have some stuff, on my, uh, mostly, you know, our own, our stuff. And then if we get some calls, fine. If not, who cares? You know, because they suck anyway. It's part of my delusional thing, and it has to do with my being here again. I come back here, and I think, hey, something has changed. Nothing has changed. The people here for the last 27 years never had anything to say. Have they got anything to say now? No. Of course not. They don't have anything to say about anything. Other than J-E-T-S Jets, J-E-T-S. But I'm glad to hear that Mo and Geldy both like Rich Garcia's feet. I'm very excited about that. Because those people with the foot fetish, watch out for them. So guess who's number one on the most annoying list on this website, amiannoying.com? Martha Stewart. Doesn't that sound promising? Oh, yeah. Good least start. annoying. They also have the 100 least annoying. And I have no idea who she is. Misha, or if it's even a she, I'm sure it is. Misha Barton? Who? Who is that? Now, I could go back to the website and find out, but I'm not going to do that. In fact, I don't know who any of these, uh, but you will. Here's our poll today. Let's get right to it, baby. Let's not waste any time. Who's the luckiest person on the face of the earth? Most success, least talent. Here's the list. Oprah. Larry King. Blow me $50. Bill Gates. Oh, I know who you're voting for. Regis Philbin. Jerry Springer. George W. Bush. Sly Stallone. Merv Griffin, Tom Brokaw, Barbara Walters, Madonna, Eminem, or Bruce Springsteen. I think that's a sense, and those are all mine. Tough, you know, except Bill really Gates was yours. Choices, although that Barbara Walters and Oprah are contenders. Yeah. I thought you'd vote for Bill Gates. That was your choice. Yeah, but until you got to Barbara Walters. Oh. <laughs> and what about, what about Merv Griffin? He doesn't have a speech defect. But do you have any idea how much money he's got? I he's, know. he's a multi-billionaire. I understand that. I mean, uh, now he did regular. he did concoct some of those quiz shows. Indeed. Like uh, Jeopardy, as a matter of fact. Jeopardy, Squeal of Fortune. Right. So at least he had some ideas, and he doesn't have a speech defect. Okay. So in other words, you're not going to be voting for Merb. No. Well, we'll see how the audience does with that. I think it's a magnificent pool. Oh, we got a call coming in. WQAM. Are you crazy? It's Hugh Hefner. He's got no talent. He came up, what are you talking about? He was the first innovator with that kind of uh, skin magazine. He was a genius. 
Well, I don't know about his talent. He may have uh, had good businessmen, but... Uh, and I guarantee he got laid a lot. successful. Thank you, Clarence. Clarence, who can't get laid at all, much less a lot, just give me my check. Nice going, Clarence. In fact, you know something? I think we ought to get Clarence laid this weekend. Call up a hooker or something. Get your connections in Treasure Island because Clarence just handed me my check. What about Carlos's check? <laughs> Look, and he's sitting there like this with his hands out like a little puppy. Look at that. Come on. Let's get Carlos a couple of bucks. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> he said, you're not getting paid this week. The uh, company can't afford it. They brought me my check because I'm important, but he said, you're really small potatoes. That's what he said, and I think he had an excellent point. Did that guy say Hugh Hefner? I mean, if there are legitimate suggestions that I left off of there, but I thought, as usual, I put together a damn neat poll. He might not myself. be talented, but he was a freaking genius to come up yes! with that concept. That, that, see, that's talent. Just because he doesn't play the piano or uh, the skin flute or something like that. Well, I mean, sure that does that. Well, his own. No, that's Al Goldstein. But anyway, in fact, maybe he should have been on the list. No, he was an innovator. He had some big balls right. before hey, he t before he became to totally whacked out. My money. Anyway, I, I think it's a good list. If you got some additions, that's fine. We'll consider them. Eric would be delighted to put them on there because he's got nothing but time these days. He's got all the time in the world up there. What, what are you laughing about? He's got plenty of time on his hands. Listen, if he was talking about reconfiguring uh, whatever he was talking about, then he's got time to diddle with this. And he'd be delighted to do it, by the way, because he's in a very good mood. I just made that up. No, he is. He's probably in a... What? Since we stopped with all that infighting between the computer geniuses, he's feeling a lot better up there. And since I stopped hearing from him, I'm feeling much better. Don't call me, Eric. Appreciate all your fine efforts on our behalf. Ah, and I see, Glenn in Iowa... Talk about one-dimensional. Glenn, I love you. You're a real loyal listener. You sent us a lot of good faxes. What about Mo? See, this is one of our polls. Now, there are a lot of our polls that he belongs on and has been on and done very well in most of them. But we're talking about, he talk about small potatoes. He and I are not, are we in a league with these people when it comes to money? And the, no. No. We're talking about people who are known all around the world who are making millions and millions of dollars who have minimal to no talent whatsoever. I'll tell you another one, although she's dead. I guess it's not appropriate to put dead people on there. Princess Di would have been a good one, huh? Don't you think? Sure. But, see, we could put the queen on there, too. They're pikers because they're born into it. No, they're not pikers. Well, Princess Di, I mean, she had all that money and everything. but Yeah. Well, how about the queen? You don't think she's got a couple of bucks? Yeah. Do you think that, that when she went to McDonald's... Now, see, she did go. Remember, it was the last year or the year before she was, like, trying to reach out to the people. This is, like, after the first scandals were blown out. And uh, she was making the tour, and she went into McDonald's. But the one thing they made sure we found out was that she did not eat there, which is probably why she's still alive. Probably why she's still alive, the bitchy old queen. They should probably go to Burger King. I thought the best part of Kitty Kelly's book, The Royals, was the fact that Prince Philip couldn't get her ass out of his bed. because they have separate rooms, you do understand. But she kept showing up in his bed because she liked getting laid. She liked that wicked worm man, the queen. Now, somehow, and the queen mum... Oh, can you imagine anybody? No, please don't. Well, she's don't dead. She's dead. She's safe. In fact, maybe maybe we can, this weekend we can pick Clarence up with the Queen Mum, huh? I was going to do Ann Bishop, but uh, somebody absconded. I think Sandy took off with her body. She was afraid that Dwight would keep uh, looking at nasty crack. But at any rate, yeah, maybe we can get Clarence because you got to start out slow. The uh, the concept that we're going to get him laid with somebody alive, I think, is getting a little bit carried away. Don't you? But like so, somebody who can't run away. Huh? He could come down to the next Treasure Island appearance. I'll make some introductions. Yeah. No, introductions isn't going to get the job done. 
just do your usual thing and bring a lot of drugs and booze and get somebody really get get her plastered out of her skull and then maybe maybe there might be a chance if he doesn't bite her I, I don't understand that why is he, why can't he get laid he's not he's not the worst looking guy I've ever seen he's not a good looking guy that's for damn sure but he's not the worst looking guy in this building bad luck is it bad luck I guess that's my tiny theory. penis bad luck bad technique like that sucking on the armpit whatever the hell he was doing with that one chick just it, he bit her. Look, see, Carlos is looking at me like I'm making this up. That's a true story. And the rumor was that she was a knockout, that she was really hot. Right. And he was like, like, uh, biting her on the, uh, elbow or something. I don't know. Well, maybe he thought it was something else. You know, he hasn't had a lot of experience, so maybe he thought that that was, uh, the spot. <laughs> a nipple? The, the good spot, as in the G spot. Well, we'll get him straightened out. Thanks again for the check, Clarence. Love you in this uh, part of the building. Although Carlos hates you like poison. Did he say he was going to bring you your check? He did not? What, what, what? <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? He told him another five days. No, he didn't. Did yeah. he really? Yeah, he did. Well, what does that mean, another five days? Based on what? Today is payday? I think it might be a joke. <laughs> I don't think it's a joke, Carlos. So listen, I'll tell you. Maybe the audience can bring you by some food over the weekend, drop some stuff off for you, some supplies. 918 at 560 WQAM. <laughs> yeah. Clarence just opened the door. He's explaining to Carlos that the company can't afford to pay those big bucks. What, what is he getting paid today or not? He is getting paid. See, he's just funning with you. See, he's gotta, he's gotta have fun with somebody. In fact, maybe, well, Hey, Pompano Park, speaking of fun, is a great place to go any night. And uh, every day, seven days a week, we got live simulcasting from all around North America. Harness racing, high life, thoroughbred racing at its best. That's every single day, seven days a week. Four nights a week, we got harness racing like tonight, live. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, first post time, 7.15 in the p.m. There is free general parking at Pompano Park. There is free clubhouse and grandstand admission every afternoon and evening. And don't forget... Monday racing is back at Pompano Park, which means that Monday Madness is back, too. Every Monday night, Pompano Park offers a two-for-25-dollar full-course dinner special at their lavish top-of-the-park restaurant. Dinner includes salad, choice of entree, uh, entree specials, potato, veggie, dessert, and iced tea, all of these things, only two-for-25 bucks on Mondays. Come on for a great evening of great horse racing action. Root home a winner from the rail. Say, come on, Brian. Brian Sears, he's the best, man. He's great. Treat yourself to a private box seat on the fourth floor or enjoy a Ben & Jerry hot fudge sundae or a slice of Rostella's pizza. I shouldn't have said he's the best because then my close friend Wally Hennessy and Brucey Ranger will get upset. Like I said, they're all pretty damn good. And don't forget that every Wednesday at Pompano Park, it's dollar night. You can get a draft beer, hot dog, soda, large pretzel, or popcorn for just a buck apiece. And don't forget Don Brainerd while you're at it. There's also a great all-you-can-eat buffet on the fourth floor players' lounge, only ten ninety-five per person every racing night. And also Harold Snodgrass. Pompano Park, this is the place where you can go and have a great time, bring a sack of money. It's a wonderful joint. They're on Powerline Road, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard. Don't forget, tonight, live racing and simulcasting as well, starting at 7.15 at Pompano Harness. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560. Oh, you're a bastard. Would you dance? If I asked you to dance Yes Just for fun Would you hop on my back Okay Darling, please Make me feel fine Would you invade my hole tonight 
That just doesn't age, you know. At 9:24 at 5:60 WQAM, how is that vote coming? We got a battle on our hands, on our poll. We've got 33 votes on here. Who's the luckiest person on the face of the earth? Most success, least talent. Oprah's got 12, and George W. W. has got 11. How do you like that? This looks like they're joined at the hip. Larry King's got three. Loan me fifty dollars. Eminem two. Bill Gates one. Who the hell did I vote for? I voted for Oprah. And you voted for, oh, that's right, you can't vote here. But you would have voted for? G.W. or Baba. I see. Baba? Oh, Baba. Larry King's got three, Eminem two, Bill Gates has got one, Regis Philbin one, Sly Stallone's got one, Merv Griffin's got one, and I hear that Denny Terrio says he's seen it. Bruce Springsteen's got one, and no votes yet for Tom O'Connor, Barbara Walters, or Madonna, or Jer uh, Jerry Springer. None. Oh, Madonna's got to get some votes, don't you think? She did one good song. Borderline. A long time ago. Borderline. Live to tell. What was wrong with Borderline? It was all right. They played it too much. Yeah. You know what I liked her during the Borderline years. And then when that book came out, remember that book? Remember somebody gave me that as a birthday gift or something? Right. That ridiculous book of hers. That was about as titillating, if I can say that, as uh, as the frog's fart. I was going to say clearance, but I don't want to pick on him since I got my check. Poor Clarence, what are we going to do about that? See, actually, Carlos was going to get paid today, but then they looked at the program log today here at Beasley, and they said, well, anybody that we can kind of like hold back on, probably a good idea. They know they can't hold back on my check because they've diddled with my money for too long, too many different times. This probably wouldn't be a good week to do it, so they didn't do it. But in Carlos's case, what, what's he going to say? I'm walking out. Oh, okay, well, see ya. Have a nice life. Thanks for all your mag magnificent efforts. That That is what they would say. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. I must have done a really good job on that because when the first call that I punched up said Hugh Hefner, I mean that that wasn't even close. That wasn't even in the same category. This is a guy who invented one of the most successful magazines and concepts, not just a magazine. Look at all the imitators. You got Hustler and Penthouse and eight million other ones. 
but Playboy was the first. And also the, combining not just the pictures, the nudity, but also the articles and the, the intellectual stuff that's appeared in there over the years. That was right, a genius to, to do a, that. A facade of credibility. Right, that's right. That was a, a, a freaking genius uh, who did that. I think. Here's Hollywood. Hello. I'm on hold right now. I'm on hold. Yeah, he's ripping me. Hello? <laughs> We're ripping who? Which asshole is this? Hello? Which asshole are we talking to? How are you? Who is it? Andy. Oh, Andy. It's Andy. I'm hold. So, like I said, they're all sitting there. They're having their little circle jerk. I don't even want to tell you who just called on line nine, obviously, from out of town. Let me guess. Mr. G. No. Better than oh. that? He was very disheartened that he wasn't on the poll. Oh, he wasn't on the poll, and he called from out of town. Let's see. How many guesses do I get? Give me a clue. The ebullient guy. Oh, no! The ebullient guy are only long distance. At least Mr. G used to live here. But the ebullient guy who lives in New York. See, I want to tell you, very seriously. Now, whether you like New York or you hate it, the fact of the matter is it's a very vibrant, exciting place. There's lots of stuff going on. Just You can go out on, like, uh, 42nd Street and buy a slice of pizza. You know, I mean, if Rudy Giuliani didn't get rid of that before he left office. He, he banned just about all that street vending stuff, which was another reason he was a real prick. But uh, the guy's living in New York, and his whole life revolves around listening to this show and faxing this show and calling this show with his rather ebullient uh, comments. He's an asshole, this guy. He, You know, he may be the worst of them all when you come right down to it. Chronic or stalker? No, 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 just uh, the worst asshole of them all. And then he's also got this other guy who must be his agent who, uh, you know, was right, sending us the uh, faxes about, oh, well, this guy uh, moved down here and left his wife so we could come down here and meet you at the hockey game. Oh, my God. This must be the guy that had his kid kick in the back of my seat at the game the other night, trying to get my attention. Because that little kid was pretty ebullient. I'd like to make him a little bit less ebullient, like with a two-by-four would be good. But I'm not going to get started on that again, because the rumor around town was that there some heads rolling at the Macarena now after my tirade yesterday. I see it when I believe it, and I'll believe it when I see it. Not too sure about that. Look at that. George W. has moved into first place. Oh! All right. 26 votes for W. Hey, listen, he once owned that baseball team and the Texas Rangers. And Oprah's got, now it just changed again, 29 for WN24 for Oprah. Everybody else is sucking wind, man. Everybody else is way back in a pack. Look at that. Larry King has got six. Bill Gates and Eminem are tied with four. Jerry Springer, three. Madonna, a pair. Rock, uh, Sly Stallone, two. Regis Philbin, a pair. Everybody's got at least one vote except Tom Brokaw now. Tom Brokaw. Barbara Walters will get one. That's just probably to pacify your ass. Thank Somebody you. voted for Barbara. But Tom Brokaw, who also I think has a much worse speech defect than Barbara Walters, has none. See, at least she's not doing the nightly news. I mean, the nightly news. No, she's doing all those interviews. That doesn't make any difference, but the fact is there doesn't have to be any credibility associated with that, as opposed to a guy who's like on one of the three major networks pretending to be a news anchor all of these but years, always replacing raving. people like Chet Huntley, David Brinkley, right. and John Chancellor, and here comes Amorka, who can't speak at all, and he's a news anchor, and only in a country like America would people say, oh yeah, I like uh, NBC News, Amorka. And they've also got Brian Williams waiting in the wings to replace him, who's 50,000 times the newscaster that Amorka will ever be. And yet America is just uh, creatures of habit, you know. If It's like the comfort zone. He's there every evening, you know, once in a great while when he's working. 
And uh, there he is. Oh, yeah, it's Tom Arquan. Maybe his lip is paralyzed. Maybe I know. He, has a I know. <laughs> he, he cannot not speak. Really. I'm not exaggerating. It's not my imagination. He cannot speak. And he's anchoring the freaking news. What does that tell you about America, huh? we got a few problems over here, especially since Ontario court strikes down law on medical pot. Oh! Yeah. Which I uh, have right here. Part of Canada's marijuana law has been blown away. Superior Court Justice Sidney Letterman says it's unfair to allow people to smoke medicinal marijuana and then force them to buy it from a drug dealer. The Ontario judge declared the rules for medical use of marijuana as unconstitutional in a 40-page ruling released yesterday gave Ottawa six months to fix the regulations which are supposed to give eligible people an exemption from the law that makes marijuana illegal. How do you like that? It says the ruling is the latest blow to marijuana laws in Canada. Earlier this month, the judge threw out possession charges against a Windsor, Ontario a teen, 16-year-old kid, on a technicality arising from the regulations. Lawyer and longtime cannabis crusader Alan Young says the latest ruling is another clear sign that the laws prohibiting possession of small amounts of marijuana are crumbling in Canada, eh? It's another nail in the coffin, and this is a big nail, he said, and elated Young said after learning of the ruling. We feel it'll be appealed, but it's the light at the end of the tunnel. I can't really see the law maintaining any operation after this year. It's sitting on a really precarious foundation. How do you like that, huh? Canada, right there, our neighbor to the north that everybody's always making fun of because of their curling and all this other bull crap. And here they're like socially a hundred years ahead of us and moving rapidly into the uh, real, like a real place. While we continue being stifled and moving backward with this right-wing bunch of fascists that we got up there in Washington now. From George W. and John Ascroft and this whole bunch of bunch of merry little Nazis. Sad. Very, very sad. And let me say it again. I don't want to get too political here because we don't want to piss off the right-wingers, do we? Yes. Screw them. The fact of the matter is that unless you're a multimillionaire, just as you saw with this latest tax cut proposal of his, unless you're a multi-multi-millionaire or you're a born-again fanatical right-wing, Bible-thumping, abortion-hating, fetus-squeezing Christian or both of the above, there is no reason in the world why you should be on the side of this crap. None. Zero. Zippity-doo-dah. It's inconceivable to anybody with a brain, of course, there's the problem. Unless you're one of those Raelians. 56705, oh, here's a call from uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, oh, how, whatever, what, how many votes did uh, Ken Block get and his buddy that... Uh, Ken, Ken Block wasn't on the poll. Why? Because nobody knows who that is anymore. Oh, he's been gone that long. Oh, he? yeah. What about that... Uh, who was that other guy? That and in, in addition his... to which, that, that's yesterday's poll, okay? Get with it. What, what's this guy hocking me about yesterday's poll? We got a new poll up here. And this guy, did you know that President Lincoln got shot? He did? Oh, my God. Right in the head. What is that? And plus, that guy had a crappy-sounding phone. I don't want to start, you know, especially after the last three days, uh, asking for, like, perfect phone calls, but that was bad. The, the quality technically was horrendous, and the material was grotesque. And by the way, Muff, stop eating those damn brownies, you lunatic. Uh-oh. <clears throat> right outside the door. I guess he wants to hang around the building all day. He will not be going. Don't be going out to lunch either if you're smart. I Guaranteed. In fact, what you should do is get one of those from him and look on the label and see whether it's... I, I already did. The second ingredient, maltitol. Mmm. <laughs> Here's a call from Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. I gotta pull a hat trick here. How about uh, Dennis Miller, Wayne Izinga, and Rick Sanchez? No. Farrell granted bond while appealing DUI. 
I mean, uh, Wayne, he's uh, talk about talent. Are you kidding me? A master manipulator. I mean, the guy was in the garbage business. He was smart. He was in the garbage business. Started with a truck. Started with one little garbage truck. And then, of course, he was in that music video business, Blockbuster. He was going to build us that Blockbuster Park, big stadium, do all of these things. And all he did was keep screwing the public over, screwing them over. Well, you got to give somebody credit for that, whether you like him or not, which we don't. Give him credit for that. That's a talent, making millions while screwing others over. In fact, maybe that's one reason that disqualifies El Presidente, even though he's pulling away like crazy now, 37 to 26 from Oprah. I mean, none a, of that is based on his own ability. He's just going along. I heard if he had the ability, he'd be like Alex Bennett. The former FBI agent, this, this makes me sick, even though most of you don't seem to give a crap. The former FBI agent convicted of drunk and reckless driving in a wrong way crash that killed two brothers is not a danger to the community or likely to flee to avoid serving his jail time, a judge ruled yesterday. Broward County Circuit Judge Mark Gold ordered David Farrell released on $10,000 bond while he appeals his misdemeanor convictions for drunken driving and reckless driving. I have before me a man facing a misdemeanor charge, and that's all I can consider, Gold said. I can't treat him different than anybody else. Gold sentenced Farrell yesterday to 90 days in jail for the reckless driving with a sentence to be served concurrently with a 90-day drunk driving sentence imposed on Wednesday. First-time offenders convicted of those charges rarely serve any jail time, prompting Farrell's attorney to term the 90-day sentence vindictive. Now, see, this is what I call chutzpah. If you were him or his attorney, wouldn't you be kissing the ground at this point that he only got the 90 days? Say, okay, when do I start? Let's right. get it over with. When do I start? That's only 45 days per dead guy that he killed. A bargain. Yeah. At, at twice the price. He's not even going to have to go to Oz. It's funny I should go into this after the guy mentioned Rick Sanchez's name, you know. Anyway, well, he, you know, he just had to go home and get a few things together and then come back to the stadium. Well, if you get upset from hitting a guy, don't you need a little drink to uh, calm your nerves? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning. Buenas to you. Uh, don't have a computer. I'd like to give a phone vote. Okay. I'm I'm voting for Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, but she's got a great ass. Well, have ass will travel, I guess. Thanks, Neil. Thank you so much. J-Lo, he said. I mean, you know, he's he's got a good point. She sure gets a lot of notoriety. She's in all the tabloids. They got her ass on every goddamn street corner. And, uh, and then there's that video with Ben Affleck. Anybody believe in that? No. Well, that wedding's already postponed. Matt Damon got very jealous. He came between them. He came between them. Squirt, squirt. Is what we heard. So anyway, the deal is uh, we're not putting her on there. I don't, I don't know. Although if we can put Madonna on there, what do you think? No? <laughs> he gave me the wrinkled nose look. He said, forget about it. I, don't I, mean, like I, I think just because she's got the big ass, I mean, that, that isn't a talent, but it's an attribute. It's a trait. Right. Like, like how about Nicole Smith? What? You don't think she belongs on that list? Yeah, she does. She's absolutely. got her own goddamn TV I, show. I know. State Let's of put her on there, Eric, and in Nicole Smith. I think she definitely belongs on there. I mean, she's also got a big ass, but unlike J-Lo, she's just uh, unctuous and obnoxious and despised by most anybody with a brain. She is a real piece of turd. Although her money didn't come so much from the TV show and all in order right. It came from that old man that she uh, off. I mean, Mary J. Howard. Right. J. Howard... Uh, Marshall. David. 
22 before 10 at 560 WQAM. Hey, it's a new year, and if you want to lose some weight this year, because a lot of you made resolutions that you were going to lose weight, and a lot of you really packed on some extra pounds during those holidays, which is always a very convenient excuse, here's a store that can help you do it. Delights of West Boca. It's a mega store for the Atkins diet or any low-carb, sugar-free diet. It's the place that you've been waiting for, because the entire store is dedicated to helping you out. Everything they have in there is good for you. Unlike the supermarket where you have, like, maybe a handful of items and forget about all the rest. So join the thousands who travel to Delights. They've got over 600 delicious low-carb food products, like their new control-carb chocolate brownies in four scrumptious flavors, only one and a half carbs, which Muff is sucking on one right now, and a brownie, too. So whether it's carbolite ice cream, breads, chips, muffins, cheesecakes, pasta, and sauces, Delights of West Boca is the place you want to be shopping. And don't forget, you can try anything in the store. Try it before you be buying it they got a knowledgeable staff who really know their crap inside and out. They're open seven days a week, 10 to 10, and they carry the most complete, extensive line of Atkins Branch products in the universe, always 25% off all day, every day. Everybody and their brother again now is talking about Atkins because they haven't been able to poo-poo it, to to de-do it, because the new studies are showing it really works for people better than just about anything else. So head for the number one low-carb, sugar-free store in the world, Delights of West Book, on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next to Boston Market. Be sure and tell them that P.D. Lenny, old leather post, sent you by. You can call them at 1-877-LOW-CARB, toll-free, or check them out on the web at lowcarb.com. Delights of West Boca. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Friday, you bastards. <laughs> Rogers takes a mouthful of the sausage and Jorge's pants. That pipe smoker and uncircumcised Cuban engage in a fecal dance. I'm a cranky homophobe. Not that I mind it, but I'm way too old. I fantasize about being in bed. In a tryst with Fiedler, my man friend, I'll kiss and make up with Ginger someday. And then ask him to rape my buns over and over again. Though I would not feel remorseful, and I would not be ashamed about a Ginger and Mogay union. Just boning and stroking away. Boy, baby, you're not my type. No. You sound like a nine-year-old kid. Hey. Only a macho, manly guy. You don't notice me. That makes me flip my wig. If Ginger was a lover of mine, I'd bury my bulbous, veiny nose. Inside is pimply rear end. No, I would not be a sport hole. No! If I was not a closet bay. That's, That's why, why a ginger and mokey union would make me feel giddy and gay. Everybody follow my thousand pulls. Yeah, ginger and mokey union would make my sorrel bony ass feel safe. 
If we had a ginger and gay union, then he wouldn't have to get me raped. It's 944 560 WQM. We got the Mad Dog at 1. Hank Goldberg from the uh, Bahamas again. I sure hope Hank's cold is a better day and the uh, phone line is better too. I started telling you before and I got interrupted by my paycheck or something. Thanks again, Clarence. It didn't even sound like him yesterday. I turned on the radio on the way to Flores. I mean, uh, to Pizza Lock. And, uh, well, they're coming back on the air with us. We've got to get a plug in there somewhere. God only knows when the damn spots start, Petey. Well, that's right. He can't hear me. They're in that seminar. Wouldn't you think that when you look at the log today that they should be spending the whole day on a seminar as opposed to be out selling, getting some... Anyway, so it didn't sound like him. Did you think? I had to listen for like a couple of minutes to make sure it was the humper because between the cold and the bad phone line. Anyway, here's a fax that says... See the writing? So you know right yes, away who it's from. New England Paul was very upset that he wasn't on the chronic list. See, we, the, the thing was chronics, not putzes. Chronics. You're just a putz, New England Paul. You're just like a pimple on the side of the universe. Not even in the same category with these other fine people. Bad news. Bad news for you. Will McDonough, that, speaking of pimply faces, you, now you guys don't know who that is. You've seen him on TV. George hasn't because he doesn't watch any sports. A uh, really, really horrendous complexion Boston sports writer for years and years. For a, for a long time. He used to be on all the time. On like the uh, pregame shows and stuff like that. Will McDonough died in Boston last night. He was 67. He died? Yeah. Awful lot of that going on lately, you know it? Awful lot of people dying. Here's a fact that says, Hank interviewed a guy at 345 yesterday named Harold Rose. Oh, that's a horse trainer, I think. Is that Harold Rose the horse trainer? who's about 400 years old from uh, Calder, Gulfstream, whatever. A dead ringer for an old Jewish guy named Isaac, it says. Please listen to the tape. Any minute I was waiting for him to say, step away from my car, you big MF. Harold Rose. I'm pretty sure that's who that is. But I could be wrong. What the hell do I know? Not too much about the thoroughbreds. Although, it will not, before you know it, it'll be time for the uh, Triple Crown again. And our good, close, personal friend Dave Johnson will be calling in again. Our Jewish friend Dave. Here's Jennifer in Miramar. That was your best line of all time, Drew. And very quick, too. Very quick. You know, he should have thanked you for that, the Momash. Instead of trying to get your ass canned, he should have thanked you for covering up his uh, obnoxious stupidity. Isn't he one of yours? And George says, I didn't know Dave was Jewish. That was cute. Jennifer says, unfortunately, in this country, we let clearly guilty FBI agents get off scot-free while poor old man from Tamarack, who punched an elderly man for telling his wife to shut up, is being charged with first-degree manslaughter after the elderly man fell and hit his head. He later died, I guess, from head injuries. His bail is $10,000. Where is the fairness in our justice system? Well, that's right, Jennifer. You're right. There, You can't complain about the fairness in the American justice system because there isn't any. Well, look at this. Somebody just faxed me the story that's already on our website. But thanks anyway, Russ and Coco. Good into what? About uh, the secret war on condoms by Nick Kristoff in the New York Times today. It's on our website. But he does have one paragraph uh, circled here that says, Over the last few years, conservative groups in President Bush's support base have declared war on condoms in a campaign that is downright weird, but that if successful could lead to millions of deaths from AIDS around the world. And it goes on. It's on our website. There's a lot of great stories on there we should point out to you. As a matter of fact, look what I have sitting here next in my pile. The Secret War on Condoms by Nick Kristoff. How do you like that, huh? How do you like them apples? Not that I'm going to read it. I don't want to start reading a lot of bedtime stories. We don't want to get too newsy. Do we? No, I don't want these calls on here. What? Shh. When you, see, you just don't get it at all. You are such... You're a problem. There's no question. I think Mo's got a point. You're a problem. 
You just don't know when to zig and when to zag, just like your crappy polls. But I mentioned this to you the other day, and I never got around to it because we had such a fantastic show. Strap-on aircraft to be sold on eBay. This isn't some uh, something that's made up, although it is from Strange News AP. Ever wanted your very own personal flying machine? Now's your chance to get one, but you'll have to shell out some serious cash and resist the urge to take it out for a spin. The Solo Trek XFV. I wonder if that's like solo sex. The Solo Trek XFV, which made its maiden flight in December 2001, is scheduled to go on sale today on eBay. It's a good thing I'd see timely. It's a good thing I waited till today. With a starting bid of about 50 grand. Michael Mosher, chief executive of Trek Aerospace, and no relation to harness driver Mark Mosher, or Gary Mosher, the military-funded company designing the machine expects the final price in the seven-day auction to exceed a million dollars. The prototype has only hovered a few feet off the ground in tests, but it is built to zoom up to 69 miles an hour for 100 miles, carrying a person who weighs up to 180 pounds. Two overhead ducted fans lift the gas-powered machine, and a standing operator steers with a joystick in each hand. Well, there's nothing like having a joystick in each hand. We didn't want to let it test it higher than we were willing to fall, Mosher said. Engineers at Trek Aerospace retired the prototype last summer to concentrate on a second-generation model with better joysticks and a smoother engine. The Sunnyvale-based company hopes to sell personal flying machines to the military, allowing soldiers to pass over swamps, minefields, and other rough terrain. Passover. The company is studying whether consumers would use its craft, which theoretically could ascend to 10,000 feet. This is great. Put that damn ginger thing, what do they call it? Um, that scooter? Segway. Put, put that Segway thing to shame. Who the hell wants that? Yeah, I mean, it's like those little kids out there in those scooters. There's no difference. Yeah. This is something that would actually get you in the air, and you, I could probably get from home to work here like in about two minutes. The winner of the auction must sign a contract promising not to fly the prototype, to use it for exhibition only. Mosher expects to sell the aluminum and titanium machine to a museum or aviation enthusiast, maybe Howard Hughes. It's a kind of different aircraft. He said it has a tremendous amount of historical and hysterical value. So that may be a, an amusing and strange story right now, but the day is coming if they don't blow up the world first. We've heard them talk about these things, remember? Sure, all the time. They have prototypes. I can just see all the Yentas there, like at Cemetery Village and where my mother lives there in Hollywood, all, the, all these other condo complexes, hopping in there, little strapping those babies on. Of course, you can only weigh 180. Yeah. Well, most of them are thin and emaciated, those old farts. They've got that kind of post-Auschwitz look, like the Dutch. Well, don't start me again on the Dutch. I told, uh, well, never mind. I don't want to get back to that Joe and Jania thing anyway, because they won't listen to me anyway. Whatever I tell them, they do the opposite. He's just a hard ass. Here's Miami. Hello. How about Christopher Lowell, you jackass? Christopher Lowell is uh, on this other poll. I'm glad that you mentioned that. Where the hell is the other poll? I can't find that damn thing. I keep losing it. Maybe there's a reason for that. You think that it's like fate that I can't I keep losing at them? Uh... It's gone. <laughs> oh, it's here in my pile somewhere. God damn it! There's the oh here it is. Christopher Lowell comes in. Uh... See, this is a different thing. We didn't ask who's the most annoying. We asked who's the luckiest person on the face of the earth, most success, least talent. Christopher Lowell doesn't have the kind of notoriety around the world that these other people have. These other people on our very very fine list today are known worldwide, all around the universe, from here to Uranus. Christopher Lowell did come in number six on the most annoying list on uh, miannoying.com. You want the top ten? Yeah. For a starter? Martha Stewart. Ainsley Harriet. I have no idea who that is. Do you? 
Nope. Cheryl Swoops. Sorry. Basketball. Swoops plays hoops. Cheryl Swoops. She's like WNBA. Oh, well, we know what that means. Sal the Stockbroker. Who is Sal the Stockbroker? Is that like on uh, some show like Sopranos well, or something? Three for three, no. Tina Arena. Faux for faux. Christopher Lowell, six. Jonathan Edwards, seven. We know who that is. He's out of this world. Speaking of that, Nostradamus is number eight. What's he done lately? Made some mistakes. Noel Bush is number nine. Now, now we're getting warm. Now we're getting to somebody we know and can uh, really cozy up to. We hear she's doing really well. <laughs> and Ben Curtis is number ten. Anybody know who that is? No. Ben Curtis. Yoko Ono is number eleven. We know who that bitch oh, yeah. is. Chris Evans, number 12. I don't know who... Laura Schlesinger, Dr. Laura's number 13. Let's hear it. For that right-wing bitch. That self-hating Orthodox Jew bitch. Geraldo Rivera's number 14. MIAnnoying.com makes it number 15 on their own website. In other words, being the most annoying. <laughs> Tia Leone is 16. Anybody know who that is? Actress. Hideki Tojo. Danielle Reyes. Joey Buttafuoco is 19. Judge Judy is number 20. Oh, there now there is a bitch. How would you like to just slap the crap out of that bitch, huh? That's what she needs. She needs to be horsewhipped. And a new doily. 21, David Lirable. Lirably. I, have, I don't know. Miss Cleo is 22. See, if you go back to this website, which we're certainly not going to waste the time with that, but if you go to amiannoying.com, and then you can click on each one of these, and they'll have like a little blurb about who these people are. Oh, I'm just looking at, look at this. L. Ron Hubbub is number 33, even though he's been dead for like 80,000 years. Hillary made number 27. Oh, I love this list. Paul and Jan Crotch are number 25. Hallelujah. Hillary's 27. Osama's 29. Uh, Tyson's 31. L. Ron Hubbub, 33. Guess who's number 34? Let me give you a clue, and I certainly concur he belongs on this list. Most uh, annoying. Bye, bye, bye. Justin Tinkerbell is number 34. Tony Blair is 35. Now, well, that's bad. Why is he annoying? They're Britophobes. Oh. And you'll, you'll be very upset when you hear who's number 36. Avril Lavigne. I was just watching one of her videos. Martina Navratilova is 38. John Walker Lind. So Martina beats out John Walker Lind. She's 38. He's number 39. That's sad. Although I will say he looks a lot more macho than she does. No, I take that back. She looks... How does that go? Um, Big Dick Dudley. Who? Am I saying that right? How do you... Which word do you put the accento on? Big Dick Dudley. Or is it... He's number 44. The View is 45. The whole show is annoying. Oh, yeah. what they say. Bill Clinton, 48. Shame on you. J-Lo, 51 for that guy. Mohammed Atta, 52. Louis Farrakhan, 53. A lot of wonderful names on this. Rodney King, 54. Jeb Bush, 55. And keep in mind, this is a nationwide thing. And the Jebster made it on there. How come the president didn't make it on? Don't you find that a little bit bizarre that George W. didn't make it on? His Maybe brother. you missed it. Huh? No, he's not on here, I don't think. Rosie O'Donnell, 56. Jimmy Swaggart, 57. Barry Bonds, 58. Linda Tripp, 59. Benny Hinn, 60. Pat Robertson, 62. Susan Powder, 63. I don't know anybody remember that bitch. Cindy Adams, 66. Josh Josh Hartnett, 67. He's annoying. He squints a lot. And he made a movie about him and his penis, but... Jerry Falwell. Oh, S Club 7. I agree with that. Boy, those... S Club 7 Juniors also. Can you... Are there any attractive people on that? No. And they're also going to have a group called S Club Junior Juniors, is what I'm hearing. Jerry Falwell, 69. Oh, he'd be upset if he heard it was 69. Madeline Gorman Too Good is 70. Do we know who that is? 
the 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 too good bitch, the uh, the Irish traveler that smacked her kid. Oh oh oh, out of sight, out of mind. Oh, the too good broad, yeah, the shoplifter. Uh, Slavy Omolosevic is 72. I'm just Jenna and Barbara Bush are 74. Oh, and not just Justin, but the whole group. Bye bye bye. Instinct 75. Donald Wildman 76. Jew Lieberman 78. Excellent. And the Mormons 79. The whole, <laughs> all of them, not just the uh, one or two. Church. Not just Donnie and Marie. We like Donnie. Andrea Yates 80. That bitch. Faith Hill 81. Jesse Jackson 82. Carrot Top 84. Jesse Helms 85. Randy Moss 86. Jennifer Love Hewitt, 87. Foster Hewitt, 88. Steps. Oh, is this a British thing? Is this a Brit thing or what? It doesn't look Might like be. it. Huh? Mm, if it was British, would it be .com? Do they use .com? They do? No, they use um, what? .co.uk. UK, yeah, UK. So this is an American thing, and you a lot of Brit stuff on here. Uh, George Orwell, 90. What Chris Carter, 91. Chris Carter! They Chris and Aranda, and Aranda and Chris. Chris Carter, 91. George Steinbrenner, 92. American Idol, 93, the show. Celine Dion, 96. She deserves a lot, a lot higher than that. And Cisco, 100. Well, a bad haircut, you know. Kind of like the Greg Reed syndrome, bad haircut. I, I think that's a pretty good list. Don't you? Damn good. Pretty conspicuous by its absence, the president. But of course, these people probably didn't want to be put away and just kind of like, you know, disappear. <laughs> WQM, welcome back to highly rated Neil Rogers Show. At least it used to be. Now, a week from today, I got the paycheck today. That's good. So the 10th has turned out well, regardless of anything else that happens. 
What? Are you still living at your check? Carlos is sitting there and he don't know whether to laugh or cry. Well, you can't spend it now anyway. You'll get it, maybe. And if not, we don't really care anyway. But uh, now a week from today, is uh, the book is coming out, the fall rating book. Now this, I, I've been saying this for a while, but I really think this is going to be the definitive uh, thing. Do you know what I mean? No, what do you mean? I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I just think it's going to be, uh, tell us something. It will tell us something. Of course, it always tells us something, so it's not exactly going out on a limb. Oh, guess what? Al Goldstein got kicked off that flight. Will you people stop faxing us this stupid story? It was in yesterday's paper. I do read the papers. We talked about it briefly here on the air. As much publicity as Fat Al is going to get from us. And that's it. Coming this morning, there's a copy of the story in the mailbox out there. We know all about Fat Al Goldstein. Got yanked off the plane because he's got a big, fat, disgusting mouth, and nobody likes him, okay? And Except Ron Jeremy. And what? It's his birthday today. See what I mean about him? We don't care. He's in New oh, York anyway. We don't care even if he wasn't in New York. If he was in Pompano sitting on that big finger that he's got sticking up in the Intracoastal, we still wouldn't care. He's he's. We were talking about him at the Pizza Loft last night at length. You know he was there Why? a week ago? No. Ponytail luckily wasn't there, but he was in there a week ago with his gigantic size 92 shorts and his uh, flak jacket. Your friend. Here's some really terrible news. Jew Lieberman to run for president. <laughs> Senator Joe Lieber, Joe Lieberman, Democrat of Connecticut, reportedly intends to announce next week he'll run for president in 2004. Oi! I mean, you know, this, I, I look at this in the same category as the Raelians. Same, same category. You people in the media will report anything as if it's serious. I mean, okay, so he's got to run for president. Does he have any chance? No, no. Any chance? No. If they rigged the election, if they brought the Bush family's riggers in it? No. No! He couldn't win an election for dog catcher. The former vice presidential candidate, in addition to which, here's the guy that cost Gore the election. You can look at a lot of people, Nader, uh, the people that stole it, Catherine Harris. Uh, what's her name up there in Palm Beach? What was her name, that bitch in Palm Beach County? Catherine Harris. N no, no, that, not, she's not in Teresa Palm Beach. Teresa Laporte. Teresa Laporte, very good. You could blame those people, but it certainly was Jew Lieberman that cost. I mean, Gore could have certainly won maybe Arkansas, maybe his home state of Tennessee. But having an Orthodox Jew who even a lot of us Jews find objectionable and obnoxious and wears it on his sleeve, goody two-shoes. Who was doing that finger-pointing at the president. Yeah, the that's debate. right. Who was doing that holier-than-thou business about Monica and that stain on the dress that used to be there before Matt Drudge got a hold of it. wonder how he got it out. Do you think he shouted it out? Yeah, he said, when in doubt, shout it out. Okay, Matt. I heard he's a screamer. Oh, now that was bad. Now you're going to get Lynn all upset. Are you upset, Lynn? No, she's not upset. One thing about her, she she don't give a crap. She's been around the block too long. Nothing bothers her. Lynn Samuels, we're talking about our close personal friend. That's for you, sweetheart. And by the way, asshole. I, I don't mean I don't mean you, but she likes hearing asshole on her because she wishes she could say it. So when she fills in next summer on her show, she can say asshole all she wants. Oh, you, oh I forgot to tell you. The former vice presidential candidate made his plans no money at a meeting with Connecticut Democrats. The New Haven Re uh, Register reported on Wednesday. Lieberman would join a growing list of Democrats hoping to spoil Republican President George W.'s expected re-election bid. I got news for it. Was this uh, audience voting for the re-election? Uh, ain't going to happen, W. They hate you like poison. Look at that poll, which I'll get to momentarily. Senators John Kerry of Massachusetts and John Edwards of North Carolina, Vermont Governor Howard Dean, no relation to Timmy Dean, and former House Minority Leader Dick Gebhardt of Missouri have announced they'll all run. Tom Daschle says, uh-uh. Al Gore says, no way, Jose. And that's it. 
I like John Kerry a lot. I don't think he could win. Do you think John Edwards can win? I mean, I don't. He's to me very bland, full of crap. He's got tons of money. He talks about being like the everyman. We're talking about the psychic medium. Oh yeah, right, Jonathan Edwards. He said he has a will to win. Ben Curtis is the actor who plays Steve, the annoying Dave. Oh, dude, you're going to get a, a, a Dell guy. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Thank you very much, whoever sent me this information. It says, I'm surprised he's not hiring those. Dude, you're going to get it. He's so annoying, they had to like take him off the spot, except for the, the one spot they run where he's in the house at the end. Oh, dude, we're getting another Dell. And his brother like smacks him in the head. Boy. At least, at least I'll say this much for the Dell people in their ad agency. They realized they had pushed America too far with that piece of crap. They pushed everybody a little bit too far with Steve, who was, it was in the beginning, it was amusing, you know? In the beginning. After the first 40,000 times, though, since they do run an enormous amount of spots, he started to wear a little bit thin, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but now they have the almost as annoying interns. No, they're not, they're not in the same category. It says, I hope you won't hold this against me, but I listened to the goddess yesterday. And she played the F word. She has a few of the same bits and drops. Are these from a comedy service or just ripping you off? Well, in that particular case, just ripping us off. That's not from a... Or was it from a no, comedy? comedy service. It was? P.S. How about a poll about the best caller, i.e. fraternity guy, the happy Purim lady? Didn't we do that? You had best bits and best calls were on there, like Bridge Tender. And yeah, there such. aren't that many memorable calls that uh, you could take a poll on. it. There's, what, like four? And if Bridge Tender won the best bits... It's certainly going to win that. In fact, the fraternity guy didn't even do all that great on the best bits, even of that individual day, much less the overall. Uh, or about favorite drops. We already did favorite drop or favorite drop-ins. Like, uh, okay, well, let's do. How about this one? Number two, number three, number four, and number five. Which one do you like best? And then there's always number one or number two. And then, of course, for uh, Nicole, there's number three. And Noel, too. Let's see. Here's what it says. Oh, this is uh, very familiar. Who's this from? This is from Tim Potts, I believe, but he chopped off at the top. Or maybe this is W.L. and Del Rey. Who does that look like? Is that Tim Potts' facts? You should know yes, by now. Yes, Is it? See, he purposely chopped it off at the top so we wouldn't see his name. I'm sure of that. We, we're on to you, Tim. I'm not a fan, but Madonna and Eminem are both talented, whether you like them or not. And weather spelled W-E-A-T-H-E-R is it's snowing in Toronto. Mariah Carey and Arsenio Hall are the type of no talents who should be on your list. Yeah. We could have put her on there. I mean, he's what is he doing now? Which one of these stupid shows is he hosting now? He's hosting a show? Oh, yeah. Star Search. Star Search, that's right. Now we got Star Search. We have all of these reality-based shows, which is a laugh in itself, none of which have anything to do with reality, and they all suck. You got that Joe uh, Millionaire, Billionaire. You got uh, Star Search. You got, uh, there's like a half a dozen of these shows the now. Bachelorette. The Bachelor and the Bachelorette, right. On there. I mean, oh, just, it just wears me out. I, I don't watch any of them, it still wears me out. See, they, they got away from the whole premise, and I will say this, at least MTV once upon a time understood what it was all about. They put hot-looking people on there, then they started putting ugly-looking people on there. No, Nobody's they, nobody they ever even around. talks about those shows. Are this they coming back? World. I don't know if you'd like any of the people on there, but all the girls are okay What do you mean you don't know if I'd like any of the people on there? Maybe one of them. I don't oh. Know. Oh, that's right. No, I uh, pointed out the show, and you said that uh, the guy that all the girls are going crazy about... Uh, gross. ...was gross, so... Although I do like Guy Gross, but he's, you know, it's another story. Band or I think I'm going to play Band Order until 1 o'clock.
Just the same song over and over. What do you say? In fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to segue it with uh, Mo and uh, Ginger, the reunion, which I just played. I th- yeah, let's do that. Band on and segued with um, Ginger and Mo reunion. That was my idea, by the way. It's about time I took credit for something. Huh? Not that I could have ever done what he did, but all you got to do is plant a little seed in that fertile mind of Boca Brian, and amazingly it sprouts it like an evil, wild, out-of-control thing. It says, I have a friend who did six months in Stark for a DUI manslaughter. Too bad he uh, had he a cop could have gotten if he I see what he's trying to say. Tim, you're illiterate. What you're trying to say is if he would have been a cop, he could have gotten off. Right. Ninety days, suspended a sentence. There's two people dead, and nobody gives a crap. I'm not going to get excited about it anymore because it's obvious uh, the fix is in here, man. You just, they don't care. They don't care. They care not to care, and they want you to know about it, too. It's always been that way. I guess just not being here once in a while, you forget about it. Look at a pool. Look at that pool. That is just shocking. Who is the luckiest person on the face of the earth, most success, least talent? George W. Bush has got 120. Oh! Oprah, who's in second place, has got 40. Now, why would I think that it was going to be a real race? Anna Nicole Smith, who was a late addition, which I almost left her out, 28. Well-deserved. Bitch. Big, fat, disgusting cow. She's not, a, she's not a woman. She's a cow. Hog. Oh. Larry King, 20. Larry. Loan me $50. Bill Gates, 10. Eminem, 9. Jerry Springer, 7. Slides to loan, 7. Barbara Walters, I ha- hate to report to you, and she and Regis, only 5. Bruce Springsteen, four. Madonna, three. Merv Griffin, one. And Tom Brokaw's only got one. See, they like Tom Brokaw. Tom Brokaw. I knows. Everything I knows. I'm just shocked every time I see him. And it's, and not only that, but it's getting much worse. I don't, I watch Dan Rather every night. Now that old guy will come and chastise me for that. I watch Dan Rather religiously every night at 6.30. Dan is great. But once in a great while, I'll be channel surfing, and I'll see Tom Morcon, and, and I, you know, it's getting worse. It's getting much, 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 much worse. He can't speak. Of course, our president can't speak, so I guess it don't make any difference. This is Sports Radio Beat that gator meat. Let's all give Dr. Laura a call and ask her what she knows about the mother at all. I'm not going off about a month ago. Laura's mother should know. Laura's mother should know. She died. Struck on the head. Open the door and look on the floor. It's Dr. Laura's mom, but she ain't anymore. Been rotting so long, it's best to hold your nose. Laura's mother should know. Laura's mother should know. Oh, Dr. Laura, you're so wonderful. I'm sure your mother's in the arms of the Lord. I'm fat. Dr. Laura, just want to thank you for your guidance on child abuse. My mother's rested comfortably in compost now. Sanctimonious skank. Sour puss right wing radio hold oh, that Dr. Laura's mind this minions adore. Psycho bitch never belong on the radio. Laura's mother should know. That fing bitch. Laura's mother should know. Laura's mother should know. 
Yankees every day, as you know. 1017 at 560. Good morning, Miguel. And uh, that story you told me about how they had to separate uh, Dr. Laura's mother's body from the carpeting like uh, with pliers. They, they couldn't separate it. They couldn't separate because it was like mold, melted. It was melted. putrefying there on the floor for so long that she and the carpet were like one. They had to take the carpet and cut it around her. It was like the Dr. Laura and carpet reunion. They were like one. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. The greatest email I've ever received in my life, and I haven't been doing email that long because to me it's a pain in the ass. Lynn Samuel says, "I just like hearing you say my name on the radio. I don't care what you say." Although she does want to hear asshole, she likes that. He's an asshole. Say she likes that. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon. Where at least she's honest about it. That call we had before from uh, Andy that was shocking. That was so revealing. Oh, he's talking about me now. He's I'm on hold. He's talking about me. He's ripping me. Oh, Jesus God! This this is a guy allegedly with a wife, allegedly with a job, and allegedly with a, a life, with a phantom life. Here's Weston. Hello. Yo, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I uh, I actually I listen to Lynn. I like her a lot. She used to come on uh, for some guys. Uh, uh, Malsberg and Bay sometimes in New York on uh, their ABC channel. She's great people. She she was on like on a Saturday night sometimes from like you know four to nine if the Yankees didn't have a game or something. And mm-hmm. yeah, she's definitely got an opinion on things. But uh, I want to tell you, I saw our friend uh, Defoe the other day out here in uh, Hallandale. Yeah. And I mentioned to him that uh, whatever that we love his billboards and that no matter what he thinks about what they're saying over there where you are that uh, a lot of people still stick up for him, and uh, the way things are going with this thing between you and Mo, uh, who knows? I mean, because uh, a lot of people talk about how wonderful it was with the first, the worst team with uh, Joe and Defoe and Geldy, and when the people call up and talk to other uh, announcers on the radio, uh, like Hank, they always refer to those guys, and they always refer to uh, Goldie as Geldy. Oh, did I mention today that Hank hates Mo like poison? I didn't mention that yet. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, yeah, you did. I think no, so. that was yesterday. I mentioned yeah, that. Yesterday, I hadn't mentioned right. that yet today. I want to be sure I mention that every day. Yeah. So uh, to, he goes on like poison, says, Mo. Like poison despises you. Yeah. The 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 poll of the as a, as a matter of fact, I wasn't here, so I wasn't. But I have it under very good authority that Hank was in the hall the other day singing a song that goes yo yo yo, let's rape Mo. That's what I heard. That's the <laughs> right. that's the report. Right. <laughs> Hate you like poison, Mo. I don't know why, but. There's that's, something there. That's what I, I call my friends, and when I have a, just a moment to leave a message, I just say that, yo, 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 let's rape Mo. Yo, like yo, yo, let's rape Mo. Yeah, it's kind of catchy. The, I find myself singing it in the shower. The, the new song, the Ginger and Mo Gay Union, when yeah. they talk about Mo with putting his bulbous nose in the crack of uh, a... Crack him. <laughs> hey, that's great. Tell Defo we miss him. <laughs> I sure. Wait, hold on. There's one. And the guy on the poll who uh, you didn't know, um, not the guy from Dell. There was another name, uh, Andy Rothman. You know, he's from uh, Arabelle something or other somewhere. You, was he on there, like number thirty something? Uh, Andy Rothman. Yeah. No. And the Sal, the the Sal, the stock. He's from Howard Stern. Sal, the stock. Oh, okay. He always calls up and uh, makes fun of uh, Howard's producer, the guy. He's, he's number four on the list. He must be pretty damn popular. No, not not as popular as Andy. You don't know Andy Rothman? No. Okay. All right. Hey, well, listen. Thanks a lot for the time. Take Say it. hi to Defo. Oh, I will. Bye bye. And don't forget. Yo yo yo. Let's rape Mo. <laughs> 
See, that's bad, because once you start playing that and singing it, you can't stop. It's one of those things. In fact, I can't even get it off my damn screen there. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. This pull today is like a one-horse uh, race. You know what? What are you shaking your head about? I thought it was going to be Oprah. What you, it certainly has nothing to do with our pull. What are you shaking your head and smirking about? about the pull. No, you weren't. It had to be about Hank hating uh, Mo like poison. George W. has got 135 votes. Oprah's got 41. I mean, it, there is like, it's not even a contest. It's a wopsided pull. Anna Nicole Smith, 38. Larry King, only $50. 21. And Bill Gates, 10. They're the only ones in double digits. I got a theory about why Oprah isn't doing as well as. And what is that? Because she actually used to work for a living on her way up and stuff. She actually. She was like what? A maid? She was a. Yeah. She was a reporter or something like that. Mm hmm. So actually did some work once upon a time. And she was in that movie, The Color of My Ass, whatever that. What was that movie? The Color of My Purple Veins. Oh, no, it was that Mo movie, The Color of My Veins. My Varicose Veins. Which they are purple is what uh, the Beast told me. So we're going to have the Beast on as a guest on Monday. who's going to tell all the stories about what really happened on that show and how he got blown out of there by Mo. Where are you getting your information? 56705 oh, from a very fat source. 560 oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. I think I might do this story here, the truth about Bush's new tax cut. Also, we got to get into that thing about the new hunt for JonBenet's murderer. Because her body's getting kind of cold. Also, the Bachelorette's... Uh, she's no angel. We were making out and Trista was moaning and writhing, going wild, says Source. Moaning and writhing. She's ugly. Trista, you don't think she's ugly? She's a former QAM cutie, he said. So there you go. That proves it right there. I forgot what she looked like because I never really watched Crap. the show. Okay. Crap. Take, take a look right there. That picture there. Can you see holding. it? Is there a glare on it? That's her on the right there? Yeah, that's one. See, they have this picture here, they got like all touched up. Okay. They can make anybody look good in these tabloids. But the real pictures, like this one here where she's got like, uh, look at that. Yeah. Take, take a puke at that, man. She's nasty. Don't, now, please don't tell me that you think that she's hot. I mean, she's, she's about as hot as, as the North Pole. Walk it in here while you look. Yeah, take, take, uh, give it to, uh, Hotshot in there. Don't forget Treasure Island next Thursday. Well, the picture on the right, she's not 12. The picture on the right is what she is, and that's she's gross. The other picture on the other side is touched up. All of the other pictures are what you see is what you get. What? Mediocre. Just Mediocre? Regular. Mediocre? Neither here nor there. If I was of your persuasion, I wouldn't touch her with uh, Carlos's, with Clarence's hand. How do you like that? Neither fish nor That's foul. how desperate you'd have to be to touch that thing. No, you're wrong about that. I think she's both fish and fowl. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. Pound five, sixty on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. I'm just practicing for when Crow and I do those ball games. Fowl. It's a fowl. Where did that come from, Bob? Where, where the hell did that whole thing come from? He must Pulled be really desperate. Pulled it out of his ass, I guess. Pulled it out of his ass. Well, it sure as hell beats football, I'll tell you that. Boy, now that the damn season is over for most of the uh, South Florida, for everybody down here, except the Jets fans and the Raider Nation. But other than that, boy, I mean, you talk about ponderous. If he ever again says that I talk only about him, it's a one-topic show. I mean, talk, talk about the pot calling the kettle bald. Jesus Christ, man. Get something, get anything, anything else. Football, 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 the Jets and the Raiders and the Raiders and the Jets and, the, and uh, all this other crap. 
How's Chris and Aranda doing? Here's a call from Sunrise. Hello. Hey, what's up, Neil? Yes, sir. What kind of problem were you having with uh, Wachovia Bank real quick? What kind of problem was I having? Yeah. A problem where they put a hold on one of my accounts and they bounced two checks that I wrote to one of my other accounts. Oh, okay, okay. Um, uh, and another thing... Uh, well, well, why, do you, why do you ask? Let me ask you a quick question. What, what no, no, age... no, wait a minute. Why do you ask? What age did you realize that, that you were first... Yeah, oh, first uh, fag. 110. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. About uh, two and a half months. Here's a call from Pinecrest. Hello. Hey, Neil, how about Richard Simmons for my most annoying? Well, we're not we're not taking the, the for most annoying. He's not on their top hundred. See what I mean? They can't separate. Speaking of Fisher Fowl, they can't separate the wheat from the chafe. This crowd. The most and least annoying of 2002 is on a website called amiannoying.com. You can look it up yourself. Have somebody uh, look it up who can spell it on a computer for you. Amiannoying.com. That's not our pool. Our poll is who is the luckiest person on the face of the earth, most success, least talent. And George W. is winning in a glance slide. He only wishes he would have won a presidency by that many votes. 141 votes for W., Oprah 44, and Nicole Smith is making her move, 41. That cow, that tub of turd, 41. Just changed again. It's trying to change again. Uh, Larry King, 21, Eminem, 12, Bill Gates, 11. Everybody else, small potatoes, single digits. 27 past 10 at 560 WQM. We got the Mad Dog at 1. Hank from the Bahamas again, where we hope we get that damn lion thing straightened out. I'm sure he don't care because he's over there probably plunging his brains out. Nice going there, Humper. Good assignment again. <laughs> he knows how to do it. Vegas, that was Bahamas, cool. Belmont. Gets the great assignments. Kick off the new year with a great new mattress for you and your back from our good friends at Dialer Mattress. If you haven't been sleeping well lately, nothing will have a bigger impact on your life every day in the coming year than a good night's sleep. That determines how you feel all day long. Do the smart thing like Miguel did and George did and yours truly as well. And uh, everybody else with a brain. You get 99% on-time delivery from Dialer Mattress. They're pretty proud of that. In other words, when they tell you you're going to be there, which you choose at 8 in time, they show up as opposed to having you sit around on your ass all day long getting aggravated. That's just one of many reasons why they're ranked first for overall customer satisfaction, and they carry only the best-name brand mattresses in the world at unbeatable everyday low prices. We're talking Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, every size and style under the sun, and exactly the mattress you're looking for is the one they'll deliver. No bait and swish when you do, you're do. you dealing with dial mattress. So if you want to get a great mattress that will perform for you for years to come, pick up that phone, make one easy call. That's all you have to do. Forget about schlepping all over town to betting in department stores who will rip you off. Call 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. They'll be there in no time at all, taking away the crappy old vetting and set up the great new one. 1-800-MATTRESS for Dollar Mattress, the perfect way for you and your back to start off the new year. Live, Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Lollipop, little boy. On the next Christopher Lowell Show. Hello. Come with me to Georgetown in Washington, D.C. to see my toughest project yet. Decorating a typical Republican home. They're not like the Republicans of the past. More like the distant past. <laughs> not my type. But when you're living in a plutocracy, I don't have much choice. But look at the bright side. Maybe this will get me in a freight car with a nice corniche treatment on the window. Okay, sensible Republican lampshades. They like the ones made out of Jewish skin. Ew, gross, isn't it? That's the toughest part for me. They make the light much too dim with that orange-yellow hue. Makes the room all dingy. Oh, well, I was hard to decorate, not to judge. 
Now, I thought a nice Ming runner in the foyer would be a nice touch, but they prefer human hair throws. Not my style, but easy to shake out after wiping your feet. Here we are outside in this rather important White House client of mine. I'm not mentioning any names. Uh-uh. Anyway, he wants a vintage lawn jockey on his lawn, but not the kind you think. No, this is a Republican house. So he wants to hire a real Negro. The Sensible Republican Home on the next Christopher Lowell Show. Only on Discovery Channel. 500 times a day. 1032 at 560 WQM. We got the new tabloids. Thanks again, Josie Lambeat. And I got the worst news. I just looked at the front page of the star. The worst news ever. Bye, bye, bye. Brittany back with Justin. Their hot, sexy night. Oh. Who the hell are these people kidding? Is there anybody in the world who believes this? No. Hey, Justin. Bye, bye, bye. Get lost, you little Twinkie man. Justin Tinkerbell. Bobby tried to kill Whitney. Oh, look at that picture of her there on the front page. All sweated up, lathered up like a wild bitch. Brutal attack ends in bloodbath. <laughs> Chandra, the truth at last. She rode bicycle to her death, the mystery shoe, and her final moments of terror in the globe. Judge Judy goes wild her $10 million spending spree. Childhood secrets of your favorite stars, including a real punky-looking George Clooney, Demi Moore, and Nicole Kidman. Charlie Sheen's marriage crumbles. Shocking proof clone baby is a fake. Oh, that's in the Inquirer, so we believe them a hell of a lot more than the networks who are still trying to say, well, you know, do you think it really is a fake? Huh? What do you think? Leave it to Beaver Star's heroin addiction exclusive interview. Oh, now, which, who could that be? Which one? I don't I'm know. Let, let me uh, thumb through it. Jeff Gordon's new beauty gets his motor running. Not Hugh Beaumont. Hugh Mo Beaumont and Jeff Gordon? Well, he figures, like I said before, the dead guys don't run away. But before we do any of that, I do want to say this. Somebody faxes me a very important thing. He says Bill Gates did something right. Bruce Springsteen and Madonna, he's not a fan. They have some talent. Why isn't Mo on the pool? We explain that to you, okay, sir. He's small potatoes. These are people known worldwide making millions and millions and millions. But he has a very good... Why isn't Rosie on the pool? How could I have left her off of there? Eric, we must put Rosie O'Donnell on there immediately, if not sooner. My apologies, Rosie, okay? Thank you. It says George W. is running away with it, although he does have talent, the talent to dodge questions regarding his past, the talent to make people in his party at least follow him, and the talent to screw up the English language are just some of his many talents. And Anna Nicole should be the one running away with it. I heard you call her a cow. She is not a cow. She's a pig. A pig with lipstick is still a pig. Love the show. Thank you very much for reminding me about Fat Rosie. I think we're almost like maxed out on Rosie, you know what? But put her on there, Eric, or else... Now, what am I looking for? I'm looking to find the uh, star. Yeah, the leave it to Beaver. Leave it Smother's brother's son is a porn star. Oh, man, is he gross. Woo! Put some clothes back on, sweetheart. Uh, come on. Got, they always bury the good stuff away in the back. Stars get wet and wild on the beach. There's Tom Arnold. Wow. <laughs> the truth about those private child support collection agencies. There's Elvis. He still don't look too bad. Charlie Sheen battling to save his marriage. We know that already. Where the hell is it? Let's see. Here's the uh, updates on the soap operas. Passions. Sheridan is terrified when Antonio's medical condition takes a turn for the worse. That already happened uh, like yesterday. Rebecca presses Gwen to persuade Julian to adopt Ethan as his legal heir. And a nurse interrupts Beth as she is about to murder her mother. We already seen that. What's the date on this? Uh, January 21st? We already saw that. She, like, uh, was pulling the plug on Mommy. Maybe she'll do it again. 
poor psychotic Beth. I guess that's the show that's going to be on here today, the one I saw yesterday where she goes diving for the bouquet, you know, when they have a wedding, and the bride throws the bouquet, and the all the uh, desperate broads line up to see who's going to catch it, and Beth came running in from knocking waiters down, everybody came and dives, made a greater catch than Aronde Gadsden's even ever made. It was great. Chris Carter would eat his heart out. How's Chris and Aronde doing? Hate-filled Oswald acted alone at killing Kennedy. Sure he did. Ted set to quit Senate. His daughter battles cancer. Ted Kennedy. Shocking new clues and misting wife mystery. Chocolate lover's delight. Oh, here's a bitch that's taking like a bath in chocolate. And I do Is mean a cute? nasty... Oh. Woo! Just cover up the head. Drunk Bobby tried to kill Whitney. I didn't know he knew Ray Whitney. Survivor winner patches things up with soft porn wife. Missy Elliott gets her body down. Get your body down, honey. Get your body down on it. Uh, oh, I, that kid bugs me. What is his name? He's in that uh, the 70s show. Kind of a strange-looking... Ashton Kutcher? That's the one. one. Ashton Kutcher. He the one that's in that me. movie now? Yeah, that's that's what this thing is about. Mariah Carey's new triple X romance. Heartthrob Van Diesel and Mariah have a lot in common. Vin. Mariah Carey's newest romance is action-packed. She's fallen hard for hunky triple X heartthrob Vin Diesel. The twosome snuggled and, oh, stop already. Maybe he's doing Luis Miguel, do you think? And Freaky Carlos the other day on my way out, he was mentioning about Luis uh, getting really fat and grotesque. Too bad we can't look as good as you, Carlos. I don't I don't see anything on it. Maybe I'm not even looking at the right one. Do you think that I missed it? Here it is. They saved it for the last inside two pages. Right next to Johnny Cash amputation nightmare. Take a look at Johnny Cash. Don't he look good? Oh, oh. his nose is where his left ear used to be. And his right, right eyebrow is under his chin. But other than that, he looks pretty good. How sad. Poor Johnny. Leave it to Beaver Stars, heroin addiction. Golly, Wally, Whitney, Whitey was a heroin addict. Whitey. Whitey? Yeah. After he left the classic TV show, Leave it to Beaver, Stanley Fafara, who played Whitey, went to jail, became a heroin addict, and lived on the streets. But today, Beaver's pal is clean and sober, writing a book, looking to jumpstart his acting career, and rekindling friendships with old friends, including the Beave himself, fat-faced Jerry Mathers. Take a look at Jerry Mathers, by the way. Oh, yeah. Talk about fat-faced. Somebody stuck a bicycle pump in his neck. In an exclusive Inquirer interview, 52-year-old Fafara revealed that kind-hearted Mathers took time out from a recent charity appearance in Portland, Oregon, to have dinner with him and celebrate his recovery from addiction. Jerry has a great heart, said Fafara. He's a good friend. A good pal. Yada, yada. Well, this isn't all. Who cares about Whitey? Nobody. It would have been exciting if it was like, uh, oh, not Tony Dow, please. Did That's I ever mention about those little uh, black plastic belts he yeah. used to wear? a couple times. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the 18th. Brittany, back with Justin, their hot, sexy night. This is in the star. Boy, we love our tabloid stuff, I'll tell you that. Tom Hanks' new driving drama, Park Me If You Can. And we'd like to park your ass like on another planet. Maybe the Raelians can take Tom Hanks away. Please. No, they might clone him. No. Bad move. Golden Globe Awards, 2003, Sunday, January 19th on NBC, the network that gives you Tom Rokaw. Uh What am I looking for? I'm looking for whatever was on the front. Oh, yeah, Brittany and uh, back with Justin. Why do they keep doing this to us? I mean, nobody really believes this. In fact, I believe in the Raelians and the cloning before I believe in this. Hey, Justin. Bye, bye, bye. Here it is. Brittany and Justin, a couple again. Rekindled romance. They're together again, but they're taking things slow. She said, okay, first try to grow one. Do you get your paycheck yet, Carlos? 
Charles got his check. Oh. All right. Now we can say that it was worth coming in. Have a great weekend, everybody. We're all going home. Huh? So get that pack of gummies got on layaway. <laughs> and it's not even Wrigley's. It's like a generic brand. It's one of those that doesn't have. It just says gum on a pack. Generic. Yeah, like they used to sell it extra. Poor extra. Remember extra? Yeah. <laughs> How are they doing? Uh, they're still the same. No change. Still out of business. Extra broke. Well, I guess that. Now, see, when like in Amsterdam, you go to the supermarket, you have to like bag your own groceries. And right. you have they to and you have that. to bring your own bag or pay for one. You have to pay for it, like it's a few right. cents. Huh? It's okay. What do you mean it's okay? What's wrong with that? I, I don't like that. That's like extra. That's one of the many reasons they went out of business. Plus, they only carried the gigantic industrial size, well, like yeah. these 20-pound boxes you cereal like Al Gorston used to eat on the air here when you used to invite them in. Passion explodes. Squirt, squirt. During New York Rendezvous, it says. Seriously, I mean, she is just so incredible, such a knockout, and he is the snottiest, nastiest, twerpiest. He, even Carlos looks better than him, and that's, that's really pushing it, you know? That's really getting carried away, because there are damn few things living on the face of the earth that Carlos looks better than. But Justin Tinkerbell's not even close. They're back, it says, with about 18 A's in it. Just when you thought it was a safe bet that Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake were history, sources say wild child Britney and her ex-lover hooked up and were spotted going back to her new apartment to her new apartment in New York City. The couple found themselves in New York in mid-December. Justin was there for a radio promotion concert and stayed on for another week. Britney was there for the December 18 Miracle on 34th Street concert honoring Ray Charles. Justin decided to reach out. It was around midnight when the... In fact, I think she'd be doing better with Clarence. Huh? At least Clarence is... It may not be very big, but at least we're pretty sure he's got one. I don't and think Justin... Grateful. I don't think Justin Tinkerbell's got a penis. I, I don't know, but I'm, I'm pretty damn sure he does not. Maybe that's why she's hanging out with him. He's, he's she, safe. He's safe. Justin decided to reach out. It was around midnight when the pair got out of a chauffeur-driven black SUV in Manhattan's trendy NoHo district, NoHo, and dashed into a building where Brittany recently bought and renovated a spectacular condo apartment. Her 25-year-old brother, Brian, already has a unit in the same building. Maybe he can loan it to uh, Justin. He can strap it on. Which features a classic New York lobby with marble floors, high ceilings, and Art Deco murals. They walked into Britney's building hand in hand, says the source. And once they were in his lobby, they started making out and sucked face all the way to the elevators. That's what it says right here in the Sunday. Sucked face. Oh my God. Hey, Justin, suck this. On second thought, get out of here. They sucked face all the way to the elevators. Isn't that a wonderful term? No. Not well. I mean, I can think of some people. It might be very exciting, but Justin and Brittany sucking face. They had their arms wrapped around each other. You never know; they'd never broken up. The source says the pair rode up to the apartment alone, but it's not hard to figure out what was coming next. Justin left alone three hours later, looking rumpled and happy. Says the source, "You do the math." You doing the math? I'll get my calculator. Although Brittany and Justin thoroughly enjoyed their reunion, sources say she's not going to shout it from the rooftops. She was thrilled about what happens as a source. Her night with Justin was hot, but she's keeping the details very close to her heart, which is right behind those two gigantic things that look like breasts. Friends say the singer doesn't want to make the same mistake she made in the past, and it goes on. How depressing. You like that picture, though, her. Look at how that, Ooh, uh, nice. her public's hanging out, and her jeans are down like to about her knees. I like that look, the hip hugger. As a matter of fact, look at that. I think I think she's got a penis. She's got something. Look at that. She's got a package there. I'll check it out. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a report. What? That's 
In fact, doesn't she look a little tubby there? Doesn't look like she's got like a little belly? Nah. Maybe she's got a little something in the oven. Huh? Cookies? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. And the best part of it is all those desperate, lonesome housewives, the same ones who watch Oprah and Jenny Jones. They go to their supermarket, they pick up these tablets, and they believe every damn word that's in there. I like I said, I believe the Raelians. I believe Miss Cleo first. Here's Miami. Hello. Yeah, uh, Neil. This is uh, Craig of Miami. If I saw Mo, I got two things. Number one, if I saw him, if I saw Mo, not only would I rape him, but I would use the juice from his bag as my lubrication. Okay. <sighs> five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. George W is off. He's off and running. Hundred and sixty seven votes. Luckiest person on the face of the earth. Most success, least talent. Anna Nicole Smith, she's moving up there now. The guy was right. 59. A late addition, and she's already got 59. She might catch him. That disgusting cow. Uh, pig. Oprah, 48. I guess Oprah's the cow and Anna Nicole's the pig. Is that the way it works? Yes. Larry King, 21. Eminem, 21. Bill Gates, 15. Everybody else, single digits. Does anybody have zero? No. Rosie just went on her. She's got one. In fact, what I'm hearing, she's got a big one. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was that's okay. You can grab it. Okay. Uh, the Bachelorette, unfortunately, I think it's a good show. They showed clips from the next few shows, and the guys were just like in The Bachelor. They were like, oh, you're picking the wrong guy, and they were a bunch of wimps. I have a connection with her. I came all this way. I had a meter. Yeah, but, they, but they've had about 50,000 of those shows on the last two years. I mean, there's, it's, it's all the same stuff. But it's fun to have these allegedly macho men grovel like that. And yeah. Successful men, handsome men, who half of them look... You know, I guess what? it's kind of like jackass. That's a new thing in America now. People wanting to see other people make fools out of themselves and demeaning and degrade themselves. Like on Jerry Springer, same thing. Who is the radio executive from Boca? There's a radio executive from Boca on the show, some guy named Josh. He was on Channel 10 afterwards with his family. Oh, no, you're talking about uh, Josh Crone. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. He, that's... He, he's a sales hole from, uh, from right now down the hall here, Power 96. Oh, he is? Yeah. God, is he... He's the son of Lou Crone. He's scary looking. Well, if he's the son of Lou Crone, that should tell you <laughs> all you need to know. Have a great day, pal. All right. Thank bye. you so much. Well, he likes the Bachelorette. Are there any hot-looking people? I guess I already... Oh, here's the facts of the day. Oh, and excellent. Oh, this is the best facts I've ever had. No, I'm not talking about Greg's. How could we leave her off? And you'll disagree with me, but here is a person who has no discernible talent whatsoever, is making millions, is ballyhooed, featured in tabloids. Sir, thank you so much, or man, whoever sent me this fax. Right. The luckiest person on the face of the earth who has had the most success and the least talent is none other than the Wheel of Fortune's letter-turning bimbo, Vanna White. Sir, you are... Absolutely correct, sir. Get her on there right away. Right Why away, Why would I disagree Eric. with that? Huh? Why would I disagree with I that? I don't know. She's just... She has no talent. She has no uh, teats either. Right. She's None. Generic. She's got raisinettes. Cute face once upon a time. Eh. Not for a long time now. Okay. I saw those naked pictures of her. They're there. But she's... Uh, they can't do anything. Right. No, she can turn the and, and I'll be honest with you, even though at least, I mean, he's... Her cohort on there, what the hell is his name? Pat. Pat uh, Sajak. Uh, not that I dislike him or anything, but I mean he is so he's so low key. He's one step away from coma inducing. I love the show. I watch it almost every night if I'm home. But uh, 
Did I tell you I once got Columbus, Ohio with no letters? Oh, yeah, I've had several uh, puzzles that I guessed. That's the fun of the show. You don't give a crap about those morons on there. You want to guess the puzzle. Columbus, Ohio with no letters. That's pretty good. Nice going, Neil. What did it get you? Nothing. I did that once. Did you? With Carl's Bad Caverns. Uh, anyway, she's a multimillionaire. Do the spin uh, from the show, board games, computer games. And, of course, don't forget the uh, the uh, games in Vegas, the uh, um, slot machines. Do you ever play those? Not that oh, you particular have brand. No, you haven't been out there since they started doing it. That's very, very popular. Huge. They have nick uh, quarter ones, and they got the dollar ones, and five dollar ones. And in the background, they're, wheel of fortune. And it goes on and on and on. And then if you if you do the spin, you spin the thing, and it lands on the wheel. Then you get to the spin the thing. Yeah, it goes like that. And you get to spin the veal. Like at the Indians that time. That was that was. Just that appearance was it put all the others to shame. That was just uh, in a class by itself. Let us play some cards. Oh my right. God! Yeah, we're gonna play some poker with those ninety-year-old Alta cockers in there. It says the worst part about it is that she doesn't even physically rotate the letters anymore. She just touches the screens ever so lightly with her index finger. Well, she don't want to like get a hangnail. The least that bitch could do is a little physical work by turning the letters. The financial. <laughs> The financial success of that effing bitch pisses me off because I'm stuck behind the desk five days a week making one-tenth of what she makes in a week. No wonder every country hates us. I'm moving to Canada tomorrow. God bless America. Signed, Justin. Oh, Justin. <laughs> Wrong Justin, I guess. Hey, Justin. Bye, bye, bye. He's right. Vanna White goes on there immediately, and I guarantee you she'll do well. I, I, I'm sorry, but to me, he's got the definitive answer. Rosie was another glaring omission on my part, but Vanna White. I mean, at least Rosie is controversial. I mean, people hate her. They, she's disgusting. Whatever, you know. But Vanna is just uh, like air. The air, it's there. You know what I mean? Yep. Paul says, Happy New Year. I was uh, flipping the channels last night on cable and came across an interview with Tom Jicka. What a bald-headed little putz. He looks like Truman Capote. I wonder what channel that was on. must have been the pubic uh, access channel. In addition to which, I noticed the byline on his column this morning in Hollywood, so he must be out there again taking freebies in Hollywood, because it's like in between seasons, I guess, now. So he must be out there in California again, sucking up all the free food and booze from all those producers of the new TV show, as opposed to being here. I think he's out of touch, don't you? Yeah. I think he's out of touch with the local scene. I don't think he can feel the pulse of South Florida, so he can write all those really great columns about local South Florida TV and radio that he was planning on writing some year. Here's today's uh, facts from Greg. You definitely have the wrong Greg as your program director. We don't have any Greg as our program director. We have Clarence as our program director. I'd never really like Greg as our general manager. I'd never really listened to your newest version of the cursed team, so I decided to give it a chance this morning for about 20 minutes. Let me just say this. Those mobits you keep playing, I thought you invented some funny voices, some fictitious characters to make fun of, but they were practically dead on. No, uh, Mo was just abusing Goldilocks. It was like an S&M show, uh, bossing her. I mean, bossing him around like he was a slave. Well, other than that, your morning show was the most boring piece of crap I believe I've ever heard in my life. I would rather listen to the endless loop of Rick Sanchez running out and over that guy outside the stadium several times. Seriously, though, you can go all the way back to the first team's infant stages with Dave Lamont and Joe Rose, or even any combination thereafter, and any of that would be better than the sorry excuse for a show. Kick Mo off and send Gildy to a testicle-growing seminar, then put dead air on for four hours, so we can count the chuckles through our speakers. P.S. 
without a doubt in my mind, the best call ever representing South Florida in the history of your program is the lady wanting the free tickets when she didn't know what they were for. They were just free, and she wanted them. I'm very happy you don't give any, uh, any crap on the air anymore. Sound great. Now, see? Pretty good behavior, Greg. I think we finally got you in the right place. We have that, by the way. I know we have that. It's, I'm not playing it. But it is very uh, it's uh, opportune that he mentions that because I forgot all about what you told me. Yesterday, Woody Graber comes in here wearing his size 92 pants with his size 52 waist and got uh, the belt. He's got the pants up to his armpits and uh, trying to you know, get, scam us again. Oh, don't you want to give away some tickets on here? No. And so I just mentioned something about that, about free tickets. And finally this morning, George tells me immediately, I had barely got the words out of my mouth about free tickets, and some bitch calls in on one of the lines. Uh, I just heard Neil uh, giving something away, some uh, free tickets. Uh, what's that about? See what I mean? You're right. We do have a lot of women listening out there. The problem is that all they want is something for free. Here's something for free. <laughs> Let's see. Why isn't the person slob you just mentioned, Tom Arnold, isn't on the list? He's very successful with no talent whatsoever. What an ass kisser. Uh, Jeff, who's becoming a chronic factor. That's okay, Jeff. It's okay. Uh, Tom Arnold, eh. Small potatoes. Yeah, he's Those very small potatoes. People in uh, Moscow don't know from Tom Arnold. They know Wayne Arnold. Well, that sounds good, you know what? I'm not saying a word. Doesn't it sound good? I got good? blamed last time. Carlos would like some of that. Yeah, me too. So get on the phone. I bet you they'll come over there. I, and, uh, you know, I mean, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with Little White Hot? Nothing. That was really good last time. It was excellent. In fact, it keeps getting better and better. I'm I'm a game for it. I'm gay for it. 5670560, pound 560. So thank you so much for some excellent additions today. It was an oversight on my part. And here I thought I had put together a pretty definitive list. I wasn't even close. Leave it off Anna Nicole Smith. Oh, who's moving up rapidly. I don't think she's going to catch W, but she's a very strong second place. Leave it off, uh, who else did I leave off? Fat uh, Rosie and Vanna White. Vanna went on there just now, and she immediately got two votes. She got a pair. Hard to find them, but she's got a pair. And again, the media, just like everything else is hype. Oh, Vanna White. Vanna White, what? She, she, like he said, she touches the letter and it lights up, which he has nothing to do with it lighting up. It's all, you know, it's all like everything else on television. It's all make-believe. I mean, at least Pat, when he hear that bell at the end, they're running out of time, at least he has to give that wheel a big spin. That's more than she does the whole goddamn show. Right? Well, she's got to pay attention. In addition to which, you think she can spell most of those uh, words that are on there? Couple of times, ah, ah, but R, R, and just as Pat is about to say, oh, sorry, no, R, she's like, she's starting to press, uh, you know, letters. That bitch, Vanna White. She, it isn't, she's not the one that bugs me so much. It's the people that make a big fuss about her that bother me because she's on television, like Howard Beale, like, oh, like Ned Beatty told Howard Beale, because you're on television, dummy. Good God. Pretty frightening, but it is a good show. And see, there's why Murph Griffin's got all that money. Does he have any votes on this thing? I don't I don't even know you're right. I probably shouldn't have put him on there, except for the fact that he can't sing. And back in the days before he got lucky and invented all these quiz shows, he was still a big success. His big hit was, I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Right. <laughs> and Denny Terrio still don't want to see him. He's in last place. He's only got one. So this audience is doing a magnificent job today. See? One day. You were already yesterday to, like, throw in the towel. George said, let's just get out of here. Yeah. Let's just go out on the beach and just uh, stick our thumb out and hitchhike up to a Vero and, you know, take a chance on life and get away from my wife. Or something like that, he said. 
Did you call uh, Hudson and Wayne? Yes, I did. And he said... On his way. All right. Well, I mean, he's going to start the fryer up. <laughs> Let's see. Justin Timberlake has been hot forever, but when you see his new pics in Rolling Stone with his shirt off, you're going to squeal. No real fag could turn that down. Oh, my God. Oh, that must be some legally blind fag. It's signed Ray Charles. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Dale, did you hear that uh, Mrs. Cruz is having problems in his marriage? Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. What a shock. What a shocker. She's swishy. <laughs> Five, six, seven. Oh, and he also withdrew his lawsuit against them. Remember that? He withdrew that lawsuit about those who said that he um, walked this way. Why can't these people, I mean, what difference does it make at this point? He's got so much, so many, many millions and millions and millions and millions. Why don't all you phony faggots come out of the closet already and stop? And you want to know why? Because no matter how many millions they've got, their lifestyle requires that they keep the money coming in. Because how many times do we get these sorry, sorry-ass stories about former Hollywood star so-and-so is broke and died right. all alone and broke in some fleabag flop house somewhere? Doesn't it just tear you up? Yeah, give me about a hundred million. Let me see how how far I can stretch it. Call up Mitch Hurst, see if he's going to send me some money back. Although you should be, everybody in the audience should know, Rimmer lives in a very fancy schmancy neighborhood. Chris Chambers lives in there, and Eddie uh, Jones. And I heard the harness rider Eddie Davis and Eddie Davis Jr. may be moving in there too, is what I'm hearing. Ah, uh, good old Rimmer. You're not getting your lunch, by the way. Oh, I know. He don't like you. Here's Miami. Hello. Yep. Yeah, uh Okay, that was Mike Disney promoting the new station they got. Oh, no, I'm sorry, David Ross. I can't keep him straight. Disney's already got hot in EDR. What's that new station, WMIB? Men in Black. So there's a little sample for you, 103.5. They used to be she, used to be a great station, and then they turned it into a bunch of uh, crap. The planet, the uh, ozone layer, whatever the hell it is. And now it's MIB, Men in Black. Anybody listen to it? No. No. 10.57 at 5.60 WQAM. When you left the house this morning, you notice how dirty your car was? You didn't have time to wash it? And those so-called car washes at gas stations can't get it done. Here's a great idea for you. Take your car this weekend to University Car Wash and Lube. You'll find them on University Drive between Sterling and Griffin Roads in Davie because they do it all for you. Full-service washes, deluxe washes, hand washes. That's right, a great hand job. Complete detail and rug shampooing. Right now at University Car Wash and Lube, you can get unlimited full-service car washes for as little as $32.95 for the entire month. That's right, for just $32.95, and again, that's for the entire month. You can get washed every day if you want. Need an oil change? Get a complete quality Pennzoil oil change and free full-service car wash for just $22.95 when you sign up for their free preferred customer card. So keep that new car shine all winter long, only from University Car Wash and Lube. If you're a snowboarder need to get that car looking new again, stop by at University Car Wash and Lube. This weekend, get the schmutz and grime off your car once and for all. Stop by at University Car Wash and Lube. They'd be the best. You'll find University Car Wash and Lube on University Drive between Griffin and Sterling Roads in most prestigious Davie. and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QA, QA. Friday, you bastards. Tonight on Eight, it's the Anna Nicole Show. America's favorite slump meat trash, whose only claim to fame was that she blew a rich guy. Anna Nicole, the no-talent, fat, gooey, pasty, but famous celebrity. Where do I put this tissue? 
between your cheeks. You mean here? No. Watch tonight as Bob Vila applies her makeup. All right, if you sit perfectly still, you shouldn't feel a thing when I use his power roller. She doesn't look good. She can't act. She can't talk. She can't think. Say, she could run for president. The Anna Nicole Show, tonight on AIM. It's 11.01 at 5.60 WQM. Happy Friday to you. 423 votes on the pool from the bottom up. Merv Griffin up here. Tom Brokaw, three. Ah, just changed again. Why did it do that? Just to spite me, I guess. From the bottom up, Griffin, two. Brokaw, three. Vanna White's got four now, and she just went on there like a heartbeat ago. Madonna, six. Bruce Springsteen and Bob Walters each have six. Sly Stallone, seven. Rosie O'Donnell and Jerry Springer, eight. Rosie just went on there like four seconds ago. Regis Philbin, nine. Bill Gates, 18. Larry King stuck on 21. Only $50. Eminem, 22. Oprah, 54. Anna Nicole passed Oprah like she was sitting uh, on her ass. 72 to 54, Anna Nicole's ad. And way ahead of everybody, ahead of the next two, uh, the next three together. George W., 182 votes. Who is the luckiest person on the face of the earth? Most success and least talent is our pool today. Here's Boca. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, real quick, I just wanted to let you know that I'm with the Treasure Coast, which is basically Central Florida Psychiatric Association. Yeah. And there's a study that's posted on the web regarding your show, and it basically, it's I guess it, it's covering since you've come back or whatever, and it, it talks about how you're relying a lot on negativity as well as the caller's negativity. Uh-huh. Without that. How, maybe, how long did it take you to make this deal up? <laughs> what do you mean? It's what, on the what, web right what, now. What do I mean? Yeah, and I read it, so I wanted to let you know. I mean, and, you well, why, right why, why do we care? There's all kinds of crap on the web, assuming that there well, was there too much we don't believe. But, but huh? so, what does it mean? Well, I'm just saying they're analyzing. They're analyzing you, and it seemed to have broken down your show. I'm well, well, let really me familiar. let me ask you this: Are you listening to this show? Yeah, I'm listening to it today. I mean, I, well, what, what do you mean today? Do you listen to it often? Well, I, I occasionally I listen to it. I, why? I, I prefer... Why? Well, if I'm in my car, it's entertaining. Okay, thank you. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. We're not negative on this show. No. This town is negative, and that's why we get so much response. But if you want to do, we do positive. Who's your favorite male artist? We do all kinds of positive polls. Are you positive? No. I'm negative. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT. What did he say he was, he needed a shrink is what he said? Something like that. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi, Neil. Hey, I was thinking to ask. Wait, 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 wait. What's that racket in the background? Um, I'm eating lunch. Between classes. Okay. Um, I think you should add Puff Daddy to your poll of the British. Good one. Excellent choice. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, have a good lunch. We're going to have a good lunch because Wayne Arnold and Hudson are coming. Yeah, Puff Daddy, excellent choice. How can we leave that piece of crap off? Let me run home and vote real quick, too. See, now you're being negative, though. And now there's going to be a thing on a website there about uh, the psychiatric shrink it. No, I'm positive. In my case, they couldn't shrink it any more than it's already shrunk. Uh, 5670560. Seriously, I mean, you people out there, man, it's just, it's astonishing. It's just, isn't it? No, not really. Not when you've been doing this this long. But it, it sounds good. Yeah, we're relying a lot on negativity. Let's be positive. What do you say? No. No, because I'm back in South Florida again. 
That's another thing. It's a lot easier for me to be positive when I'm doing the show from any place else. But when I'm here, I get that feel. You know, like, uh, oh, yeah, you get the vibe. And remember what I said about being polite, about when you're in Toronto, that it rubs off on you and you start, you're holding the door open for people that are like 100 yards behind you. You know, but you see they're going to go out the door and just stand there holding like you're the doorman. Because it just, you just went in Rome, you know, follow what I'm saying, do the Romans. And so that's how it works out. But when you're here, it's like, ah, yeah, and you're like that all the time. It's a survival thing. I mean, if you're going to try to be nice and polite here, you ain't going to cut it. They see that as a sign of weakness. Oh, a sign of weakness is right. Bad. But I'm glad the guy finds the show entertaining. That's good. Your call wasn't was marginally entertaining. It was it was fairly amusing. I gave it about what three and a half on a scale of twenty five. It was okay. Call us when you find a good shrink, by the way, sir. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hey Neil. Our management could use one. Yes, sir. I just want you to know I think you're boring, unentertaining. Okay, good. Well, then turn on a show you like. Okay, go and uh, finger do yourself. I was going to say finger f yourself, but that would be bad. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. Here's Homestead. Hello, Neil. How's it going? Okay. Hey, did you know why Jews have big noses? Here's Miami. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy Friday. And back to you. How about John Madden? How about him? Go Raiders. Five six seven oh five. Let's get back to some material here, okay? Because obviously they haven't got any. It's ama- isn't it amazing how it like always is that always it happens like at once simultaneously. Right. It was going along great. Yeah, and then all of a sudden like it was like like you hit a brick wall. It's like the community getting a megaphone and saying collectively, "Hey Neil, raw material, better do some other stuff now." Man, oh man, alive! Woo! Detroit officer severs woman's finger. Carlos gave this to me a couple days ago, and it's still a good story. A Detroit police officer with a knife cut off the finger of a 45-year-old woman who's trying to handcuff in a parking lot on 8 Mile Road. I bet you Eminem is frosted about that. Because we know how much Eminem likes the police. <coughs> the police, who were in plainclothes, uh, said she was resisting arrest. The woman, Joni Gullis of Detroit, said Monday she thought she was being carjacked. According to police reports obtained by the Detroit Free Press, Officer Anthony Andrew Johnson pulled out a knife Sunday morning to cut off the sleeve of Gullis's oversized coat so he could put her left hand in the handcuffs. Johnson of the 9th Gratiot Precinct has been placed on desk duty, a typical move after officers use force during arrest. He has not been charged with a crime. Commander Ralph Goodby Jr. said only that Internal Affairs was investigating the officer's behavior during the incident, which happened about 2.30 a.m. Sunday. Though the department does not issue knives, many officers carry them for, among other things, cutting seatbelts to free accident victims. Johnson and two other officers riding in an unmarked car on a special burglary patrol when they noticed Gullis's van in a parking lot near the Huddle Lounge near 8 Mile and Gratiot. Gullis said, but what a, what a terrible city that's turned into. Oh, But anyway... Gullis said she had just left the bar and was waiting for others to come out so they should go to, uh, together to breakfast when a car pulled up and somebody shined a spotlight in her puss. A man approached, said he was the police, and demanded her ID. Gullis said she could make out only a silhouette, asked the man for police identification. I just thought I was getting uh, hijacked right then and there, she said. After some heated give and take between the two over IDs, Johnson approached the window and demanded Gullis's license. He wrote in his report that Gullis smelled of booze, but refused to produce her license, saying she wasn't doing anything wrong. She shifted her car into reverse and began to back up, he wrote. Gullis denies that she moved the car. Johnson wrote that he reached inside to open the door, and Gullis pinned his hand with her knee and began moving the car backward again. Johnson wrote that he hit her in the face, opened the door, and pulled her outside onto the pavement. He said she was pulling and pushing away from him violently. 
Well, I guess if you thought you were being carjacked, carjacked. you'd be pushing into yanking and it's whatever. He cuffed her right hand but couldn't get to her left hand, which he had tucked under her body. He pulled on her coat sleeve. She pulled her hand inside, he wrote. Gullis denied that, uh, denied that and said the sleeves on the coat normally hang over her hands. Concerned she might be reaching for a weapon, Johnson pulled out a pocket knife and cut the sleeve off to speed up the cuffing process, he wrote. He severed her left ring finger at the top knuckle and deeply cut her middle finger, she said. He, th he said that his, her fingers looked worse than O.J.'s. Police at the scene removed the fingertip, but it couldn't be reattached. She should have probably sliced off his Johnson. Would have been a lot better. Another great story from Detroit, baby, which used to be a great city about 100 years ago, back uh, before 1977, back before a bunch of folks decided, like, to burn it down. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's Palm Beach Gardens. Hello. Yeah, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Good. Um, I was looking at your list. You had George W. on there, Anna Nicole Smith, and they're all, you know, marginal, but I think Don Cornelius. Yeah. The guy who did Soul Train years ago. Oh, yeah, Don Cornelius. Dead as a log. Uh -huh. Dead as a log. Most untalented person. Okay, thanks. Well, why are you saying, of course? I said he's got that voice. I didn't say, of course. What's oh. wrong with Don Cornelius? And even though, you know, I know you like him a lot. How about Cornelius' brothers and sister Rose? But Shamar Moore, since he replaced him? Oh, here's a good poll. Who has the bigger ass, Oprah, Anna Nicole, Rosie O'Donnell, J-Lo, or Hillary Clinton? <laughs> oh. This is obviously from somebody who thinks that Hillary is all ass, and I don't think I could argue with that. Let's do a lineup. I, he left off Fat Boy. I, I, I got news for it right now, okay, whoever faxed this to me. It's an excellent list, but when you leave Jeff High off of that list, you're, you're not even warm. I think his ass rivals all of them combined. You could put all their rectums together, and Fat Boy's got them licked, so to speak. 5670560, oh, how's the poll coming? Who's the luckiest person on the face of the earth? Most success, least talent. We got 442 votes already from the bottom up. I like doing from the bottom up. I don't know why. Merv Griffin, 2. Tom Brokaw, 3. Vanna White, 5. Madonna, 6. Bruce Springsteen, 6. Sly Stallone, 7. Barbara Waller, 7. Don Cornelius, 45. I'm just making that up. Jerry Springer, 8. Regis Philbin, 9. Rosie O'Donnell's up to 11, and she just went on there, what, 20 seconds ago? Bill Gates, 18. Larry King uh, is up to 22. Nice going, Larry. Blow me $50. Eminem, 22. Oprah, 56. Anna Nicole Smith, 74. And George W. Bush, 187. Oh! Nice going, W. Let's, I tell you what, let's have the election over again, the 2000 election. Let's, let's just have a re, a recount. Not, not recount, the, let's just do it all over again. Okay. Same people? Well, we'll let a few dark votes vote this time. No, I mean same candidates. Yeah. Maybe Al can grow the beard this time. No, but we'll do it like real fast while nobody's looking. 5670560, kind of like the way they counted them last time. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. you got to admit, baby, it was really great with all that Chad counting and excitement. Another one of the fantastic things about South Florida. The Raelians press conference in Hollywood, poor little alien, all of these things. The Chad counter, that judge with that eye popping out of his head. He was my favorite. Oh, no question. And he was, he was worldwide, man. His eye was more famous than anything in the world. <laughs> Because even when I was in Europe and on the CNN, there he is. There's the thing here in Palm Beach County, Florida, in the U.S. The uh, it's an eye-popping election. Teresa Lepore, and she still got her job. Is that the deal? Yes. And Miriam Elephant, she still got her job too. That bitch, boy. And Catherine Harris. And Catherine Harris, no, she's got a new job. Moving on up. She's moving on up to the east side. Well, I'm at west side. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. I know it's only local, but Joe Zagaki's always amazed me. 
where he's got it. I'd almost pay him not to go on here. Are you knocking my good friend Joe Zagaki again? I am, yes. My good, close, personal friend? Yep. yep. Shame on you. Oh, oh no. That, that's not what I wanted to play. I wanted to play, uh... Oh, my! Oh, my! Oh, no. See, but it does tie in, though. Five six seven oh five sixty. what? Oh, my God, here's your close friend, Rick Riley. Hey, Cookie. Better late than never, sweetheart. Well, I guess the carrier pigeon just arrived. Yeah? I just heard the news. No. Uh, yeah. Well, you don't talk to Suds? Not on a regular basis. Why not? Annual, Why not? Annually is enough. Come on. We talked this morning. He called us on Monday. I know, I know. Which I thought was very nice on his part, well, and he was also a guest on George's show while I was on one of my 45 vacations. I heard that. Yeah. By the way, George, we're not sending out any tapes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I got a, I got a clue when uh, I thought it was a joke. They called me from the funeral home, said he was going to be gone for a couple of days, wanted to know if I could fill in. See that My funeral? Huh? That's how we got our I'm not there. touching any of this. I'm yeah. not really sure where this is going. I'm just calling because we're listening I was to Rick Wiley self-immolate on the air again. Of course, we're used we to go. that, Rick. There you go. So, what are you doing these days? You okay? I'm having a great time. Doing what? Uh, is your kid still trying to kill himself in his pickup truck? Whatever I want, and it doesn't involve radio. Yeah, well, that's good. I like that. I got the Clear Channel Cure. Excellent. Yeah, they'll do it. Yeah. So anyway, no, I was uh, I was startled to hear that um, that Mikey died. And, it, uh, it was shocking, you know. It was. How old was he? Sixty. He was about six months older than me. You know, well, either he didn't wear it well or you wear it well, because yeah. I thought he was older than that. No, we all did. He just uh, had, you know, uh, that kind of a life. But he was he was born like in June of 42, so he was six months older than me. What did he die of? Um, it wasn't really very specific, but I think, uh, you know, the life of smoking and the certain other things, I think that kind of contributed. I don't know whether it was like throat cancer or something. But I think that the smoking is really what it was all about. So he was ill for a while. No, not really. I mean, it came on fairly suddenly, and I guess he was on the air almost right up until the end, from what I'm hearing. Because when I was back down here in October, November, for a month, and right. we had a call on the air back then saying, gee, did you hear Mike this morning? He sounded like he was drunk or something. And then come to find out that uh, it was verified that the last few days that he was on the air, he really sounded very bad, and that was uh, close to the end. See, and then... Uh... When you, when I got a call, or you got a call, and said you sounded like you were drunk and you had your stroke, yeah. you know, all of these different things. Right? I, I still have that tape, by the way. Of you having your stroke? No, of me calling you on the air from the hospital, begging, pleading for somebody to come and get me out. Oh, that's right. I was positive that they were going to kill me at Mount Sinai, and they yeah. came damn close. Yeah, and I, that's the first thing I wanted to do is come down and take you out, and then have you die on the way home. Uh huh. That would have been great. Well, you would have probably gotten a better time slot. <laughs> So anyway, I would have felt bad if I didn't call and, uh, and at least express my sympathy, and, right. and that was a shame. He was a good guy. You know, you and I have both worked with a lot of people in this business, and some of them real good guys, a few of them, and a lot of assholes, you know. As you said, he never stole freight. Right. Yeah. He, he was just, you know, he was just plain old Mike. There was nothing complex exactly. about him. He was just always the same. I would come in in the morning, and he would always be holding up the wall. Just, yeah. You know, I mean, seriously, just like standing next to it, you know, just, hi, how are you? And, and uh, you know, never bothered anybody. Right. Always right. always had something clear to drink. And, uh, <laughs> you know. And, oh, you're brutal, man. No, hey, listen, that was his life. I know. Crying out loud. So, and, and the fill-in <laughs> thing, I mean, that's, you know, he was gone on more vacation. 
When, you know, when, you when, know something? It's a good thing you didn't call with this material on Monday, because now that a few days have passed, it makes okay it it, it makes it you know amusing. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Um, when we when we got our start there, we had just left Waxy, and boy Gary called and said Mike was going on vacation and uh, wanted to know if we could fill in. Yeah. And I was just heading out of town, and I said, you know, I'll I'll unpack the the family. I'll be down there. Uh, but is there any other time I could do it? He said, "Let me." Get if I had the ability to do, it, I'd take you out here right now and kick your goddamn teeth in. So, yeah. so he said, "Well, let me check." And he comes back. He says, "Yeah, well, when he comes back, he'll be going away again the following week, so you can fill in then." He was gone all the time. Yeah. So that's what we did. We filled well, in. I, and, and of uh, course, I emulated that. I, I, I got a better deal now than he had. Hard to believe it could be done, but I like working one week, taking off six or seven, working a couple of days, taking off ten or twelve. That's the way to do it. And Adding the different country feature is a nice facet as well. Right. Yeah. So how are you? I'm doing great. Good. I'm, uh, I mean, I'm here for a couple of months, which I'm not too happy about, but yeah. you know, who the hell wants to freeze their ass off? Well, see, and I've been doing a lot of traveling. Good. I haven't talked to anybody in radio. I have no desire to. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm See, I'm pe people them. think that I make these things up about, like, Cheap Channel. I think I exaggerate in the I'm way they destroy that. people's lives yeah. and the way they F people yeah. over. Yeah. I mean, they... No matter who you're working for, I mean, these Beasleys and Greg Reed, they're not exactly a picnic, but no matter who else you're working for, if it isn't Clear Channel, it's got to be an improvement because they just have to be the absolute worst. The only problem is you can't work for anybody but Clear Channel because they bought up everything. Exactly. So That's right. Off. There's three companies on every station now. What they've done is just deplorable. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get into it, but, but I will. But well, you can get into it when you fill in uh, this summer. You asked George. George got his nose a little out of joint about that whole thing. No, you're wrong about that. He didn't get his nose a little out of joint. I was just way out of joint. Just, just to you know, be a friendly guy, have some fun. We weren't on the radio. It wasn't to. I have I, I think in the it's a, I think it's a, but could you uh, pull it off? Could you do it? What the whole summer? Yeah. Sure. Okay. I don't know if I'll be around this summer, but if I am, but you know, he likes to do that. I've heard him. He's, he's getting real red in the. He's getting real red in the face now. No, I love George. Because he, he destroys the numbers when he's on. He just buries no, me. I, I love and, and you know something? I've been back for like two weeks now, two weeks uh, yesterday, and it takes me about a month to get the audience back when I come back. I mean, you know, how many eating ass shows can you really get away with? Seriously. Staying away. Yeah. At least from that conversation. Okay. I love George, but I got the uh, I got the hint. And then they took the, the uh, survey, and they want George. They don't want us. They don't? You took the poll. He won by two votes. I heard it. Yeah, by two votes? Well, if you would have had time to make more calls, it would have been more. <laughs> you guys did tremendously well on that. I was surprised. In fact, if you would have had as many people listening at uh, INZ as you had uh, voting for on our poll, you'd still be on the air. I agree. But that agree. it goes to show you, when you're on a station that has no audience like that, it's... Hey, uh, listen. I just got to get this, just get this off my Go chest. ahead. What Dave Ross said... As soon as I flipped the switch, I was profitable and my shareholders were happy. That summed up everything about Clear Channel. Right. You know, and, the sh and by the way, the shareholders ain't too happy because it's down about 50% since then. Mm -hmm. But the fact is... Oh, they, the can't, they can't crack a one here. share with that Fox Sports thing. The shareholders don't live here. What about an audience? What about, like, maybe pleasing an audience? They, they, they don't I'm care saying? about that. Now you're really losing know, uh, your grip. The Clear that's, Channel doesn't care about the audience. That's all I'm going to say. Right. So uh, anyway, that was my offer, and uh, you know, and it was nice talking to you. 
And if if um, well, I'm I'm certainly going to think about it at great length. I'm going to put on my skull cap and think about it. Okay, but George does a fine job. No, he doesn't. Let, let's face it. He's you know he does he, an adequate job. He loves doing it. Maybe that he does love doing it. And more than that, he loves the extra money he gets because he's a schlepper. He's got there that unwanted go. baby now, which you know. Well, I don't want to step in the middle of that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen. It's great hearing from you, Rick. It's great to talk. And to I'm you. sure and we'll I be in touch. You. And uh, big kisses to you all. And I'm sure we'll be in touch with it. All right. See you, Rick. All right, bye. Rick Riley there, Rick and Suds, ladies and gentlemen. Wants George's uh, gig real bad this summer. Let's take that poll again. Maybe they want to change their mind. Maybe after these last couple of weeks when you were filling in. Aye. In fact, we never did do the thing about, well, it's not not long enough time yet. We don't have the audience back. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. This hour, man, this uh, this is the kind of log we enjoy. This is kind of like an FM couple of breaks. No interruptions. we got some heavy-duty important stuff going on. Overnight. we got a high-powered poll going on today. Heavy response. 463 votes already. we got a big lunch coming in from our buddy Wayne Arnold. Wayne and Hudson will be here, which I noticed Duff just came in to see if the food was here yet. Hey, listen, you stick with your brownies in there, mister. You stick with your brownies. <coughs> Duff, uh, Duff announced today to the world that he's a brownie hound, which surprised me. That was shocking. We knew that, but... Anyway, here's the poll. George W. Bush, 196, the luckiest person on the face of the... Oh, you know who we left off of here? Oh, the most success and the least talent, Greg Reed. See what I mean? So many possibilities. Anyway, George W. Bush, 196, Anna Nicole Smith, 81, Oprah, 56. Anna Nicole's got Oprah's ass whipped. Eminem, 23, Larry King, 23. Bill Gates, 18. Rosie. Fat Rosie's got 12. They hate you, Rosie. You just went on there like two seconds ago, and you got 12 votes already. Regis Philbin, 9. Jerry Springer, 8. See, I, now, I put him on there, but quite frankly, I can't, I can't honestly say he belongs on there. Because even if you despise what he does, he's a clever guy. Right. He has learned how to exploit human stupidity like few people I've ever seen before. But he's put, had some real jobs. Yeah. That's right, he was in politics. Well, I don't speak too well. Uh, Barbara Walters and Sly Stallone, seven. Bruce Springsteen and Madonna, Vanna White, each have six. I can't believe how slowly Vanna's moving up that ladder. I thought she was the definitive one. You don't? No, with all those other great choices on there. With Oprah and Anna Nicole. What talent does she have? None. But th there's a whole category of bimbos who make a lot of money. That show is syndicated the, yeah. all over the goddamn world. Right. You're aware of that, aren't you? Very lucky. She's known worldwide. Oh, it's Vanna. It's freaking Vanna. She's turning the goddamn letters again. And making millions of dollars off of it. Get me a ticket for an aeroplane. Got to get on the Wheel of Fortune game. I just got to win. Spin the wheel again. Oh, Vanna, pick me a letter. Bankrupt? What do you mean bankrupt? I don't care how much money I got to spend. Can't stand to look at Pat Sajak again. No. Won't throw in the towel till I buy your vowels. Oh, Vanna, pick me a letter. Hey, man, now what, what do you mean there's no F in phone? Vanna, pick me a letter. No one does it any better. I dream about you. Hey, Vanna, is that an all-over tan or what? Vanna, I don't understand why you make a hundred grand. Not for me to say. Anyway, get me a ticket for an airplane. Gonna be on the Wheel of Fortune game. I just got to win. Spin the wheel again. Oh, Vanna, pick me a letter. Go, Vanna. Go, baby, go. All right. Hey, get out of my face, Pat. Is that a toupee? Is there an L in that word? Is it lowrider? 
forget the letterman. I'll take Vanna White, you beautiful baby. You and me could play the home game. Got me a ticket for an aeroplane. All right, I'm on the Wheel of Fortune game. I just love that sound. I'm in the bonus round. Hey, Vanna, pick me a letter. Lose a turn. Hey, Pat, lose this. Vanna, pick me a letter. No one does it any better. I dream about you. All right, that is an all-over tan. Vanna, I don't mean to stare, but are you wearing underwear? Not for me to say. Anyway, I don't care how much money I got to spend. Can't stand to look at that Jack again. Won't throw in the towel till I buy a vowel. Oh, Vanna, pick me a letter. Please, Vanna, pick me a letter. All right, I'm ready to pick, baby. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, A, J, K, L, M, O, P, Q, R, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. That's your cover, huh? All right, I'll take the sofa, the blender, the microwave, the refrigerator. Hey, man, Bob, what do you mean $500 for a black and white five-inch portable TV set? You got ripped off, man. My brother-in-law can get it for you wholesale. Give me the money and I'll buy the TV set, man, all right? Hey, brother, come on, baby. 1125 at 560 WQM. She's got seven votes. She ought to have like 7,000 now. She is definitely. But every time I think we've got the definitive answer that I agree with, another great fax comes in. Wait till you hear this. It says, while your list is very provocative and grabs some of the most unctuous names and celebrities of recent years, and certainly your listeners have brought up some of the additional no-talent assholes worthy of our derision, I think W definitely climbs to the top of the ladder built for successful idiots, i.e. the presidency, but I don't think talent's involved in politics. If we're to consider undeserving talents, then the king of great untalented has to be Wayne Newton. Huh? Hard to argue with that. No argument here. So let's put that on there, Eric, if you, if you can handle it. Wayne Newton, the Wayne Meister. He'll probably be very upset and throw a hissy fit. My, my and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Back to Canada, you Jew bastard. Rick Riley stole my briefcase. I like to fart in his face. That smarmy dink, what gives him the right? Oh! I think his wife bought a bite it off tonight. Rick Riley stole my briefcase. Yes. What a disgrace to the human race. Oh, Rick, you're a smuck. Hangover sucks. That wheel of meat should also include Rick Riley's butt. Oh, 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 Rick Riley stole my briefcase. <laughs> I like a fart in his face. Rick Riley, you're an asshole. All right, in honor of our great call from Rick, better late than ever, like I said, 1130 at 560 WQM. Here's a fax, a uh, fax licksing, licksing George's axe. Leave George alone. I love George. He's great. Stop complaining. Go back to effing Canada, you piece of crap. Then it says, I love you too, Neil. Girl in Miami. Well, no, she's, you know, she's just kidding around, okay, but she does love you. She wants it. By the way, the luckiest person on the face of the earth is Anna Cole by far, that slutty, fat, no-talented, probably smelly bitch. I agree with you. I bet she smells like a vat of lard. You can smell her through the TV. Oh, man. Stinks. Right through the inset. Five, six, in fact, you have to, they have these new things that they're going to be handing out for people that watch that show. What are the, what would you call the uh, thing? They had a certain kind of thing you'd scrape, like if you had chicken fat. Scratch and sniff. No, no, if you had chicken fat in a bowl in the uh, refrigerator, and then the, the, the stuff goes to the top, and it has that hard layer of fat on top. The, the ream. You have to have a reamer. Call up reamer and see if he can handle it. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. Mad Dog at one. The Humper from the Crystal Palace in the Bahamas at three. You got your shitco Panther preview at seven. Devil's here to play the Panthers in a Macarena tonight. I'm working on trying to get those ushers straightened out and fired. That's at seven thirty. Eddie K from GA after the hockey game and then ESPN Radio overnight. And a very interesting point about that ESPN Radio thing that George made yesterday. And you were absolutely correct, sir. This time, right on it. That is, when Joe and Mark were on Friday nights, that was a chance for people to sample them. People who were out late, I mean, like, real late, and wander at home in the middle of the night, 3, 4 in the morning, and hear Joe and Mark on, like, a real live show on his station. And then they say, oh, by the way, they're on every night. And we actually know who they are, and we'll, uh, like, maybe put them down. But, because somebody on this radio station wanted to have a live lead in every morning, well, we don't want to have them doing Friday nights overnight. We'll have them doing Sunday night, which nobody else does anywhere in the universe in the history of this business. We'll have them do Sunday night so he can have the honor of a live lead in the try. So he's trying on both ends to, like, have somebody else goose up his number for him. Pillars. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's right. And so what does he do now after claiming to be good buddies with the, uh, the dirty uh, boys, which he was talking about uh, ad nauseum since they were the only people in the building who'd speak to him. Now he turns on them. Well, I'm sandwiched in between two non-sports shows. I'm doomed. Well, you're part right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Leave my good friend Mo alone, Carlos. It was all Carlos's fault, Mo. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Good morning, Neil. How are yeah. you? Great. Okay, I think I got a name that we overlooked. The dead man in the chair. The Definitely dead the man. Cure for oh, Imus. Imus. Yeah, but you, no, that's not true, though. He's uh, he, in his time. He's in a lot of good stuff. In his time. Not in the last 50 70s. years. <laughs> yeah, about 100 years ago. Okay, thanks. No, Imus used to be very funny. As a matter of fact, a lot of people don't realize it, but speaking of Imus, one of the bits that we've been playing for 100 years, if I can find that damn thing, it was uh, done by Imus and his cohorts back when he used to be funny and when he used to do, like, real radio. Learned about that house doubt. Listen. Chances are. Water's warm, huh? I'll say. You uh, come here often? Pardon me? Have you been here before? No, first time. Oh. What's your name? Freeway. Freeway, that's nice. I'm Spigot. Pleased to meet you, Spigot. Same here. Ah, you uh, here to get uh, clean or what? Oh, uh, I don't know. Hmm. You uh, work around here? I'm a waiter, but actually I'm an actor, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. It's tough, isn't mm. it? You probably need to relax. Oh, I'll say, but, you know, with everything that's in the news and all, it's just... Hey, tough. you can start relaxing right now, Freeway. I uh, brought something. Ooh, uh... Sheath. Mm -hmm. And Freeway, not just any sheath, either. Look. Wow, gold lame. <laughs> Pretty kicky condom, huh? Mm. But here's the most important part, Freeway. Mm. The Protect label. Protect, huh? Aren't those endorsed by the by... City Council of San Francisco? Absolutely. You know the Protect slogan, don't you? I sure do. Mm -hmm. Certified safe by the city by the bay. <laughs> well, what do you say? Darn, look at that. I dropped the soap again. Oh. I'll get it. <laughs> you bet your life he will. And with confidence. Because Freeway and Spicket have condom sense. Don't let worry spoil those chance meetings in public showers. Always carry Protect. P-R-O-T-E-C-T. Keep my mind free as can be. P-R-O-T-E-C-T. 
There you go. Those are the days when Don Imus was really funny and very popular and very entertaining. Now he's very popular and very boring and, like he said, a dead man in a chair. And making more money than ever. And not only on radio uh, 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 syndicated, but also on MSNBC every morning. Although it kind of fits in on that channel, you know, because nobody watches it. Five, six, seven. We got 501 votes already, and Wayne Newton just got his first vote. Oh! Van is all the way up to 11. Rosie's up to 15. So some of these late editions, they're getting, they're getting their uh, licks. Here's Boca. Hello. I've Hello. heard that Rosie does get her licks. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Yep. How you doing? Okay. Good, good. I got one for you. She could jump in the fat ass con contest too. Uh, how about Miss Monica Lewinsky? She's like a celebrity. Well, didn't she write a book, you know, where she gets famous for uh, getting rubbed off by a cigar? Yeah. She got rubbed off? Well, you know. It's better get rubbed out. <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's pass it by the judges. Okay, they say no chance. I mean, like, uh, she is well-known. She's famous, but she doesn't pretend to be a talent. Well, she has some talent. She designed those handbags. See, if she would have just gone to the dry cleaners, that's all, instead of going to Matt Drudge's house. Just gone to the dry cleaners. And I'll tell you another fat-ass bitch who makes me nauseous, speaking of Monica, is that Lucienne Goldberg. Ooh. Ugh. See that? I got like a... Ugh. Oh, man. Big green one. Because of Lucienne. She just leaves a lump in my throat, that bitch. She's kind of like a female Miss Grudge. And then again, so is he. Here's Kendall. Hello. Happy New Year, guys. Same to you, sir. All right. Hey, uh, I just got contacted to be a Nielsen family. I'm yeah, very excited. So that is exciting. Um, just just imagine the power you've got in your hands now. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I'd like to tell you what I'm going to put down ahead of time, if uh, if you don't mind. Well, what you say, put down? Is, is that how it works? What Nielsen? Do do? Is it Nielsen or Arbitron you're talking about? Uh, Nielsen, I believe. Is well, that's TV. Oh shoot. Okay. Well, eventually, <laughs> hopefully, I'll get the other one for you guys. Yeah, exactly. But, anyways, far as you, you know, the only hours that I do not listen is between six and nine in the morning. Really? I can't stand it. I, I put on Howard for a little bit, and then I come back, and you're there, and the rest of the day, I always have a radio on in the house. But I'm telling you, I can't stand listening to uh, the guys in the morning, and I, it's a shame. Hmm. It really, is a shame. But I'm getting pounded. <laughs> yeah, God, I wish. How about uh, Doctor Phil? The list. Oh, excellent. He, he is just outstanding. Sir, you just uh, redeemed your life. Thank you, Neil. Thank Have you a great so day, much. Bye. And you too. Bye. Dr. Phil, get that on there immediately, Eric, or else. Or else Carlos says he's ready to come up there and kick your ass. Oh, he'd lick your ass. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Five, six, seven. Five, six, seven. Oh, why have you been hanging around for George so long? I don't know. That big brown crack that George is always peddling to the world. That's going to be our poll, I think, on Monday. What do you like better? George talking about. Licking crack or uh, ricking suds? How about cracking suds? We can we can put. Well, you were already on with suds. I didn't hear too much about it. I didn't hear people all over town saying, "Oh God, did you hear George on with suds that one day?" I didn't hear anybody say that. Calls. You had a couple of calls. What did they say? Oh, they loved it. Did they? Well, let's. I'm not hearing anybody talking about it today. Of course, that's all your crowd, so they're already gone now that I've been back so long. Oh yeah. What? You you don't think that there are people who listen when you're on who, as soon as I come back, disappear? You're crazy. Maybe two. Well. That's people. That's as many people as were listening to Rick and Suds on I and Z. 
Now, I, actually, they, uh, I'm not going to say they had like a, what, a one-sixth? I mean, everything is relative. They had like ones, and the rest of the station had like point ones. See, it's because of that stock market business. Yeah, that's right. Let's let's start ripping Rick so George will feel a little more secure over the weekend that we well, don't have to bring Rick in here. He's so funny. At well, times. the futures are up point. Uh, let's see. Fair value is minus two. Uh, yeah, Rick, if you would have stopped doing that. that. Even Sud said that, you know? No, he didn't. Didn't he say it? Well, not on the air. Oh. If we would have stopped trying to be a stock maven, okay, Rick, there are no stock mavens. It's all a big, fat ripoff is what it is. It's a big scam. And I still say, Ted David and all of our people at CNBC, they should all be in jail. Oh, you know who's on uh, Fox now, which I never turned him on, but my luck. I don't even know what his name is. Jim something. He used to be on MSNBC. News guy. He's pretty good. Neighbors. Yeah, Jim Neighbors. He was, uh, I think he's doing Bill Riley. Rick Riley, or Bill O'Reilly. But anyway, so he was uh, Jim, uh, I can never think of this guy. I think it's Jim. He used to do, like, daytime news on MSNBC. Then they put on that really great show, um, Buchanan Press. I still watch that show. Hate to break the news to you. I like that show. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, half a once. And? And, yeah, something happened to Pat. Yeah, exactly. He had a near-death experience or something. (laughs) I mean, you know, certain topics that will come up, and his right-wing leanings come back. I mean, really come surging back. But generally speaking, he's certainly a lot more reasonable than he used to be. And the fact that Bill Press is there, and they've got some interesting people on there, I have no idea what kind of numbers they get. But that's by far and away the best show on MSNBC. And if they would just get rid of that fat Jerry Nachman and get him out as the news editor, which he hasn't got a clue what it's all about, get him off of there, man. He's like a male Rosie O'Donnell. Big tub of crap. Jerry Nachman. <sighs> He's one of those people who looks like every breath is going to be like, you know, ever seen people like that? Who are so fat that it, like like the arteries are just clogged at the point where their face is always red. <sighs> and every breath sounds like it's going to be the very last gasp. That's Jerry Nachman. Can't imagine why he don't have a big number on there. Especially in the dinner hour. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Anna Nicole's almost 100 votes, 92. She's pulled so far away from Oprah that even if you put Oprah on one of them damn uh, ginger things, on those segways, she still couldn't catch her. 209 for W, 92 for Anna Nicole, 58 for fat-ass Oprah. Changing again. Larry King, 27. Eminem, 25. Bill Gates, 18. Rosie stuck on 15. And Vanna is on Rosie's ass with 11. I bet you, I bet you Rosie would like to have Vanna on her ass, don't you think? Yes. Definitely. Sure. Or under it. Or in it. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going? Great. Listen, I, I, I got a, a local guy, local celebrity, no pun, Jake Fiedler. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, when they were five and one, Jay Fiedler was the toast of the town, baby. You, you so-called sports fans in this town are so full of crap, ready to turn on a, on a dime. As if, as if it was his fault that they choked and lost that last game. He, he was the one making those, the play calling, not North Turner. See, if you people knew anything about football, first of all, maybe those sports shows might be a little more interesting. But listening to these, well, what do you think about the Dolphins' schedule next year, guys? What do you think about the teams they're going to be playing? <laughs> this is the 10th of January, and we've got morons calling this radio station asking for our experts and perverts to critique the Dolphins' schedule next year. Jesus, what do you think of it? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on. I hear they're playing the NFC East. What? Giants, Eagles, that crowd. Who else is in the NFC East? Some real losers. Dallas. 
Dallas in there? Washington? Redskins. Oh, the Redskins. Oh, that's great. Steve Spurrier, they can kick his ass. I love that. I'll be rooting for the Dolphins that day. Hate that Steve Spurrier. In fact, I can't stand Bobby Bowden. Or Steve Spurrius. Now, what's his name? Larry Coker's a good guy. Everybody tells us that. We like you, Larry Coker, on this show. Even though I'm not a Hurricane fan, we like Larry Coker. He's not one of those assholes like Jimmy Johnson. Good guy. And you know something? If they lose another game next season, the Hurricanes, after that disaster at the Fiesta Bowl, uh, then they're going to, uh, Larry Coker, he's a piece of crap. He's the biggest. Let's bring back uh, Dennis Erickson, okay? Let's go have a drink with Dennis. There you go. You're, you're just phony, man. Most of you people are phony. If they're winning the games, they're great. If they lose, uh, you know, if they choke a couple of games, they're right away, oh, my God, Jay Fiedler. Now, if you want to rip Dave Wanstead, go ahead, because I think he's a piece of turd, you know? I think he's weak. Look at a great job he did with the Bears, for example. <laughs> but, you know, it's very hard. Now, what's that saying there? Oh, I thought it said a name. I got real excited. Here's Davey. Hello. Happy New Year, Neil. And same to you, sir. I'm a black man who loves the hockey. Uh, all right. Uh, I tell you, uh, Neil, I got a guy for you. He's a local talent. He's a, he's a, a construction entrepreneur. Okay, great. Five six seven oh five sixty. Let me say that. Let me read the poll again. Who's the luckiest person on the face of the earth? Most success, least talent. Are you having difficulty understanding it? Uh -huh. Should we should we like draw you a diaphragm? Yes. Who is the most uh, the luckiest person on the face of the earth? We're talking about somebody that everybody knows. Every not some local guy that's like uh, hammering nails somewhere. We're talking about a major uh, something. God, how is it possible to have so many stupid people in one place? You know what? The weather. Anywhere else, what do you mean by frozen that? to death? The weather is great right now. Right. This is the only time to be here. I, I did a good job. Nice going, Neil. Thank you. Snowing up in Toronto. It's colder than crap. Windy, blowing around, a lot of blowing going on. But down here, it's like, just, I like this. And I hear some people, oh, dear, it's too damn cold here. Bull crap. What's wrong with you, man? 50 degrees out there. I'm not putting on some jacket like some pussy. You can walk out there. It's invigorating. You can breathe the fresh air. Remember what I was telling you about that, like in the right. fall in Toronto? Oh, that was great, like in October. Some of those days were like days that you would like to like clone. Let's call Aurelia and see if we can clone some of them days. Just perfect, you know, like 65 and sunny and just a little pleasant breeze, you know, between your knees. What more could you want? Faxes are pouring in here. Oh, yeah. Oh, here's a good one. Not that he's going to qualify for the list, but I agree. I concur wholeheartedly. I hate this person. I shouldn't say hate. Yeah, I hate this person. I would like to know how many times Chris Collingsworth has had to bend over to get where he is. Excellent point. You are absolutely correct, sir. Right on it. He makes me sick. This is Scott in Titusville. It says, never has there been a more untalented, screechy-voiced a-hole in sports. You're right. You can say asshole on the show, Scott. I agree with you. We're not going to put him on the pole because he's not like he's small potatoes, but I can't stand Chris Collinsworth. Let's see. Here's another fax uh, from Jim who says, uh, if you have George W., deservedly so, you have to have Jeb. Also, yeah, uh, the uh, I must made the funny. Look at how bad this fax is. Jim, get your fax. Get your toner going. I must made the funniest album 20 years ago. The honky nuts, this honky's nuts, swear with flair will have you pee in your pants. Did you know that Eldon Harner died? Yes. In fact, Dick uh, Feinberg at Pompano told me that the other night. Eldon Harner, one of the long-time, uh, uh, I don't want to say greats. He wasn't a great driver, but he was a good horseman. His father, Levi Harner, was a great Hall of Flamer. Eldon Harner died at Pompano Park about a week ago. 
And also, Chicago Trotters are on strike, which we know that, which is why uh, Dean McGee is here, or at least was here, maybe still is. There's the greatest man in the history of mankind, Hudson, from Wayne Arnold's Royal Castle at 125th and Northwest 7th Avenue in uh, North Dade, right off I-95. Go there in the daytime especially, open around the clock for those great Neely Burgers and White Hots. Wasn't this a good idea on my part? Look at Excellent look idea. at how happy everybody is now, thanks to me. I am. And, and the, Eddie, that clown, that fake uh, shrink, whatever the hell he was that called before, let me just say this to you, sir. How are you doing, Hudson? I'm all right. Good to see you. Happy New Year. Just uh, hand over the chow. Okay, we're doing a very high-paid radio show. Thank you very much, Hudson. Give a big kiss to Wayne. Okay. Tell, him to loo- tell him to lose some weight, okay? Aren't you a little concerned about him? Yeah, well, you should be. Take care of him, okay? okay. Thanks, Hudson. Have a great New Year. Now, what was I just starting to say about that guy? Oh, yeah, it was giving me about, well, they say uh, you're, th- uh, you're uh, dwelling on negativity. Let, let me tell you something, sir. If we take a poll on this show and ask for people to be positive about something as opposed to rip somebody an ass, it's no contest. The response is 50,000 times more ripping an ass. That's just the nature of the beast, okay? So we're not here to, like, try to solve the problems of the world. I gave up on that. We're here to, like, try to, uh, you know, stimulate the audience, get some numbers, get people listening, get them whipped up into a frenzy about things that they can uh, hang on to and squeeze. And that's what they want to squeeze is negativity. But blame me for it. I'm the one that made it like it. Right. I'm glad he's entertained, though. That's It's amazing he admitted that. He finds it very entertaining. And what's wrong with ripping people who deserve to be ripped? I mean, the kind of money that they're making, right? Don't they deserve it? Sure. Let's see. Oh, Rick Sanchez. See, see what I mean about one-dimensional Rick Sanchez? Although he is on national TV. No one that calls about him. Really? Yeah. You have a Rick Sanchez fetish out there. I agree with you. He makes my skin uh, roll up and my blood curdle. But the fact of the matter is he's such small potatoes. Putting him in a list with uh, George W. and Oprah and Larry King and Bill Gates and Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, who the hell even knows who he is outside of this market, even though he is on national TV? Nobody watches MSNBC anyway. And you know something? Maybe that's part of the problem. I think they were doing pretty good till uh, Sanchez got there. I shouldn't say that will get uh, Paul Castronova upset. Remember that? When Rick went off to uh, seek his fortune with MSNBC, sure, and was on the phone on the air with Paul Castronova, and he was just, Paul was sucking his ass and sucking his fat ass. He said he sucked out about two pounds of uh, castor oil. I told him it was olive oil, but you know, five six seven oh oh five sixty pound five sixty. So you get paid and free lunch today, Carlos. What more could you want? Let me take a look at our website now to make sure that this home page is looking as good as I think it should. New, new pictures in there, by the way, just now. See, there you go. That's me again, that psychic. 526 goddamn votes, and it's only 10 to noon. Boy, we're kicking ass today, baby. See, in George yesterday, oh, go back to the bedtime stories. Go back. Screw you, man. I like them. I, well, so I'll, I'll tell you what. From, from 8 till uh, 8.30 in the morning, I'll read you bedtime oh, stories. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, before we go on the air. Like a little shile. Anyway, so let me see. What, what kind of, uh, we got, please, blinded by the right. By David Brock. You've got to go out and get that book this weekend. It's in hardcover, but steal some money and go out and buy it. What a great book about this right-wing bunch of lunatics who are running this country now. Farrell granted bond while appealing DUI. Yeah, he's out. Suspended a sentence, maybe. Most and least annoying of 2002. There's your link to that uh, poll, which I think you'll enjoy. Ontario court strikes down law on medical pot. Uh, the secret war on condoms. Excellent. Accused priests were often on law's calendar, former cardinal law. TV humiliation as Sharon falls, uh, fails to stem voter exodus. Yeah, they cut him off right in the middle of speech. It was great. 
That's what they ought to do with Bush. The Bushy seriously uh, dumb tax cut, and those are the articles on there. Now, what am I supposed to be looking at? The pictures? Yeah. I don't know what is on there. He just well, I'll, I'll find out. Just a second. Don't uh, tip the uh, deck here. Let's see. Joe and Mark Toy Drive. Cast the QAM. More QAM pictures. Here we go. Suds, George, and Carlos. Oh, from Suds Visit? Oh. Got this is great. we got some new pictures on our website. I don't see them, but it says more pictures. I don't see anything. It just says more QM pics. I think you screwed up, Carlos. It doesn't, it's not working. <laughs> it's a good thing I checked this out. He'd have been all weekend long saying, oh, gee, I bet you everybody was excited about those new pictures. Well, we would be if we could see them. So you've done something. Take his lunch away until he gets that fixed. 5670560. Let's see. Here's one that says, yeah, Wayne Hypinga. Yeah. Scott and Titusville, quote while you're ahead, Scott. The other facts was great. Wayne is, uh, I don't know, he's just not on the same level with those people. We can't stand him, but he's not in the same category. I don't think the people in Italy know who the hell Wayne Hapinga is. Oh, here's a good one. Somebody I can't stand, but he's not good enough to be on there. Carson Daly from uh, MTV. Despise Carson Daly. I can't stand Carson Daly, a man who is bigger than life itself, at least in his mind anyway. A legend in his own mind. When we do the poll about who's getting the best kind of pie that doesn't deserve it, he should go on there. Now, here's one that says, put that asshole Bill O'Reilly on that list. Listening on the net in Cleveland, see you at Northfield Park. I don't think so, but say hi to, uh, what's his name? What's the driver I'm thinking of that was here last year? Great driver. Brett Miller. Say hi to Brett Miller. How come you don't know that? Wally Hennessy. And Randy Tharps, too. Not Wally Hennessy, eh? Wally don't drive in Northfield all the way. Hey, Wally, have a good time in Cleveland, eh? Get out of here. Don't be knocking my good, close, personal buddy, Wally. Prince Philip. <laughs> oh. Well, he's, he's just a figure, head. He said he likes his head. Bill O'Reilly we put on there, except for the fact that even though I can't stand him, he at least has got the big number there on a phantom TV network on the fascist news. Boy, they're just pouring in now, George. Man. Pouring, oh yeah. Uh -huh. I'll tell you that one there, that uh, little jury with the squiggly writing in a feeding frenzy the last couple of days. Speaking of which, that inspires me to eat. Feeding frenzy, got it? Got it, Jerry? Who's been listening every day since I've been on the air for the last 500 years and would never miss a minute of any show, could probably recite verbatim everything on the air. Got a lot of calls, by the way. Board is full. Here's Jupiter, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I got two for you. Okay. Uh, what about that bitch, Dr. Laura? Yeah, I think she deserves to be on there, although I don't, yeah. I don't think she's known worldwide. Although, I, mean, I guess she is. Yeah, she is. That and another radio one, I think, is that fat Rush Limbaugh. Well, I mean, you can say no talent, but the fact is that he's got all the ditto heads. He's got millions and millions of sycophants. He put the sick in sycophant. Yeah, that's true. Okay, have a great day. Thank you, you too. Okay, here's pictures of uh, Suds, George, and Carlos. That one works. Who's that uh, broad in there? That looks like Doreen. Is that fat Doreen? <laughs> is it? No. <laughs> it's not? No. Who is that? Toby Tease. Who's Toby's Tease? She was the stripper du jour. She looks just and, like Doreen. porn star also. Oh, you don't want to sell her you short. kidding me? She looks like Doreen. No, no. Not quite as fat, but... How's Doreen doing, by the way, uh, Miguel? Oh, he's got a mouthful of food. How... He's got a mouthful. Uh, this thing is kind of like stuck. I did get to that. Are you still working on that? Yes. He's still working on it. Okay, well, let me get back to my homepage and stop screwing around. 
Because this is a mighty important poll we've taken today, which seems to have struck the uh, community's fancy, okay, in spite of our shrink that called before to psychoanalyze the show, who's an expert on everything, but enjoys tremendously the entertainment he's getting and the price is right. Here's Parkland. Hello. Hey, guys. How are you? Okay, great. Um, I think this person actually started this no-town deal. I can't believe no one has ever said Ed McMahon. That's a good one. I mean, Ed McMahon. Although I will, I will say this, he did, he, did, he did have one talent that was kissing ass. Yeah, he did it well. Oh, and, and, and another thing, Neil, I'm a heterosexual male, and I love Joe Millionaire. Really? Oh, yeah, it's all based on lies. I can't wait to see these bitches' faces when they find out he makes 19000 a year, and they got to go back to Indiana and get a job. Okay. Bye. Good luck to him. No interest. More contrived crap. Anyway, oh, look at this. This is from the uh, Chronic Radio Groupie, this fax. These two faxes, which I'm sure you despise that person. I ignore him. You'll, you'll, despise, you'll despise him in a minute. First one, he says, who's the most obnoxious uh, chronic of all time? We, ju we just got through doing that. Oh, and this, this oh. Some of the names that he's got on there are so insensitive and grotesque. This, this kid needs to be horsewhipped. He needs to have his radio taken away from him. And then on the second page, he says, Hey, Neil, bring back Rick and Suds. Bring in Rick and Suds. And that's just a shot at you is what he is. Taking a shot at poor little defenseless George, who's sitting there eating his free lunch while he's waiting for that new contract to get signed, which Greg came in and pat him on the back yesterday. Now, what did he say? Don't hold your breath. Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio's all yours. QAM. Oh, this is Rosie O'Donnell, and the clock on my stomach says it's the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. And away we go. Oh, fat-ass Rosie, please go away. Find a new way to attack the buffet. Go home and eat your ho-hos till you explode. Just like your fat, fat, chudding ladies Have to fight two seats on a plane Smelling your fingers that have yellow stain From Cheetos, can't see your toes Past your piggy poo nose Proud to be fat, disgusting, and pasty Oi! You make the shudded women smile they like a gal who's fat and sassy, pink smelly fat, so repulsive and vile. Your body cheese smells like a crapper. After it was occupied by Ed Asner, need a shoehorn to get into your car, cause you're too goddamn wide. Oink and squeal, oink and squeal, oink and squeal, fat lady. Living with your lover, let's be slobbering and snorting the tree between her knees. Mashed potato yeast smells fishy to me. Lapping up a tuna that's moist and tasty. Trouble two at five sixty WQM. We're uh, eating again on the air. That's bad, George. Bad to be eaten on the air, I'll tell you. It sounds like hell. So the pictures are up, Carlos? This time for sure. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Go ahead and check out neilrogers.com and click on pictures. 
and you'll see uh, Carlos, which not during lunchtime, don't do that. And you'll see uh, who else is on there? You Suds. and uh, you and Suds. Suds from his visit. And Doreen. Hey, listen, the picture, I didn't click on to enlarge it, okay? Hey, listen, a lot of you silly people out there, if you click on the picture, it'll enlarge it, it'll make it bigger. And the picture, too. Although, in Doreen's case, you don't want to make her any bigger, do you? Oh, we can man. start an adult section on the website. Uh, here's a fact that says, how about putting Nicolas Cage or Steven Seagal on your list? No. Although, George W. Bush is the hands-down winner. Well, that's obvious. He's got 224 votes. Although, I'll tell you... A very, very impressive showing by Anna Nicole Fat-Ass Smith, 106. She's moved over to 100 uh, vote mark, even though she was a late addition. Oprah, 62. Larry King, 30. Only $50. Eminem, 29. Rosie's got 20. She was also a very late addition. Bill Gates, 18. Vanna White, 13. Ought to be a lot more than that. Jerry Springer and Regis each have 10. Barbara Wawa's got 8. Bruce Springsteen, Sly Stallone, Madonna each have 7. Tom Brokaw's got 4. Murph Griffin's got a pair. And Wayne Newton's got only that one. I thought that was a pretty good choice, didn't you, Wayne Newton? He couldn't sing his way out of a paper sack. Although he does have some red roses. He's got some of those for a blue lady. Anybody out there ever date a blue lady? So you didn't like Donkey Chain? Donkey Chain. No, I did not. And I find, him, I find him in every respect. His, the, the entire ambiance and the whole routine with the mob and with the lawsuits and with NBC. I find him to be absolutely unacceptable. I thought that was a little girl singing that song for years. It was. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Here's a call from Davy. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. First time caller, long time listener. Okay. First of all, I'm a white heterosexual redneck. Yes, sir. Good. We hey, need I a like few that. of those. I like to add two people to your list, please. Michael Jackson and Pamela Anderson. Now, Michael Jackson, as much as we find him disturbing and pedophilia and all the other stuff, uh, you got to admit he did some pretty good stuff. No, that guy's just downright nasty. He is downright nasty, but in other words, you don't think he did any good music? Nope. nope. Okay. But Pamela, Pamela Lee, I think that you'll get some very good uh, support for that in here. There you go. Good Thanks, choice. Neil. Thanks, pal. You have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. <clears throat> yeah, Pamela Lee, let's put her on there, Eric. Poor Eric. Well, I'm pro I apologize for interrupting your brunches today, Eric. I know the weekend's coming. But I think Pamela Lee definitely deserves to be on there because she's another... <coughs> uh, although... Well, I guess we'll put, him on, put her on there, but the fact is when she was on Baywatch, she at least served some purpose. You follow what I'm saying? Screen filler. No, no, she wasn't just a screen filler. Maybe to you she was a screen filler. A lot of guys out there. In fact, when she was dating Kelly Slater, the surfer from Cocoa Beach, even I was uh, somewhat aroused by that thought. Not so much because of her, but, you know. I was wondering what he was bearing between those large make-believe silicone breasts. You know what I mean? I'm sure you do. Kelly Slater. You know, there, there's a series of uh, surfer movies. Speaking of those corny channels I have in Toronto on the digital cable, I guess they were on drive-in TV, drive-in classics. Uh, and these are the faggiest things I've ever seen. I think Bruce Brown is the name of the guy. And he's got he's married. He's got a son. The whole day they were on there. But the whole surfer thing, there's something about that. You know what I mean? But all those endless summer movies yeah. and things like that? Yeah. Right. There's yeah. a whole bunch of those. Oh, yeah. Am I, am I wrong? No, you're not. Because I watched that and I thought, this is, and not that I didn't enjoy some of it. There were some really hot guys, surfers. Mm. But anyway, but uh, it just seemed to me like fag movies. Indeed. Okay, thank you. Hey, we finally agreed on something. Oh! It's only been 11 years. <laughs> and I couldn't believe uh, I'm I guess still we won't bring Rick and Suds in. You like Avril's music. Yeah. And Shakira. 
Right. We agree on those. Right. What else? That's about it, I That's think, for it. now. God's the Godfather. Let's not get too carried away. Five six seven oh five sixty. Here's a call from Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, Mr. Neal. How would you like to hear a perfect example of abusive police power? Yeah. In in Halifax, Virginia, the the town has a public drunkenness ordinance. Mm-hmm. The local police went into a bar up there, marched all the patrons that were in the bar out to the street. Right. Gave them a sobriety test, and those that were drunk, they arrested. Those that weren't drunk yet. We're allowed to go back into the bar and drink. How the hell can they do that? That's that's the the mayor said that that's the way it is because that's public drunkenness. Because public when they marched them out on the street. Yeah. So in other words, if they would have stayed in there for another couple hours and sobered up, that would that would not be uh, acceptable. That would not be acceptable. Excellent. What where, what, what town was this? Halifax, Virginia. H A L I F A X. Thanks for the good news. We'll mark it off our list. You're welcome. Thank you. Stay out of Halifax, Virginia, okay, folks? Halifax, Nova Scotia, you can go there. That's okay. You're safe. They're real fascists in Virginia. No. I mean, above and beyond any of the other... I, I want to tell you states. right now, because I was discussing this with somebody yesterday. The South, the, so- the, the southern state, the southern mentality nature of the U.S. The Bible Belt. Even when you look on the map, states like, for example, Nebraska, well, the Bible Belt, Nebraska... Geographically, Nebraska is certainly not in the south, but it's in the south. Follow what I'm saying? Indiana. Indiana is right next to Ohio in Illinois. It's sandwiched in between. You think, oh, that's a northern, a midwestern state. Wrong. It's a southern state. Especially southern Indiana. I told you that time that I went to do basketball broadcast in Indianapolis, a tournament. And we go into like a restaurant. They're talking. You couldn't understand the word they were saying. They were like, y'all, how, how y'all, what y'all I want. I'm serious. All of them. Yeah. Indianapolis is the deep south, baby. What's your point? My point being that uh, the U.S. is a mugwump country is what it's turned into. Even like Virginia. Virginia is not so far south uh, on a map. Nope. Nope. But it sure is uh, in the nature of the people who live there and the whole mentality there. It might as well be. It might, it might as well be one of the, like between Mississippi and Louisiana and Alabama and, of course, Florida. Florida. That's the problem. Mm. I love onions. What? You don't like onions? Ed Fried doesn't onions? like chocolate. Ah, he's alien. Ah, he's alien. Nobody's so ugly. Mmm. God, what's wrong with you? Never in my life have I met someone who didn't like chocolate. Good golly, Miss Molly. Well, it's probably after all your talk about Rectum. eating ass. No, way before that. That probably turned him off on it. He used to love it. You know what they have in Toronto? Like in any real city, they have like all these vendors out on the streets, and they have like hot dogs or sausages, like bratwurst or Italian. I love the Italian sausages, and they have fried onions they put on them. Oh, man. For a while there, they made them stop doing that because the health department stepped in. There was something about, I don't know, they were making a big fuss. But now the good news is the fried onions are back downtown Toronto, boys and girls. That's the good news. He scrapes the diced onions off the little burgers. I'm going to tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, anybody who doesn't like onions is a uh, communist piece of crap. Something wrong with, like, with little Carlos. I, I don't know. How can you not like onions? Do you know anybody else who doesn't like onions? Like children, maybe. You know how they don't like onions and green peppers and things like that, but no adult. Well, see, I think you just touched on it. You look at him and you think of adult. That's an adult. I don't. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. See, you got paid today, Doug Carlos. He's got a big smile on his face. Free lunch. He got a little paycheck, and I do mean little. He he was shaking the envelope. I could hear the coins rattling all the way in here, right through the glass. We love that. Uh, what's his name? We love that clearance man. Sure, we're pulling for him. He's pulling it too, is what I'm hearing a lot. But we're pulling for him to get laid. Maybe Muff could get him fixed up. Maybe maybe he could take him out this weekend and get him laid, huh? You think? In Hawaii. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. No, I was thinking more like on the twenty first in Biscayne. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. How's it going, Neil? Great, sensational, man. I got a true winner for the least talented, and it's you. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Boy, are we impressed about that or what? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. See what I mean? That shrink guy that called before about negativity. These people are hostile. They're listening every single day. But let me take a shot. Come on, let's take a shot. We're really gonna bust his balls. I got news for you, pal. I got a I got a fat one in my pocket right now. That's more than you're gonna make in the next five years put together. Okay? That I'm taking right to the bank. So blow it out your little spick ass. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Yeah, Neil? Yes, sir. Hey, I got one for you, I think. Mm -hmm. How about Miss Cleo? Oh, come on. She's a great actress, Mon. She's, <laughs> no, seriously, she's... Yeah, uh, Mon. Because she don't, uh, she don't even really speak with that accent. She really put it on. Uh, how would you like to have an interest-bearing account in the bank, all the money that she raked in with that act? Exactly. Ex exactly is right, so cut it out. We like Miss Cleo on his show a lot. We're not too crazy about Paul and old Ron, but we do like Miss Cleo. And by the way, Paul, you're not getting the morning show. I just mentioned that again, just in passing, just to so you stop bugging Petey Lenny and he stops bugging me. I already passed it around the building. I passed it around a little bit. I said, oh, that smells like Paul. No chance. No chance in your pants. You're stuck with Cheap Channel. And Rick Riley says he's be ecstatic he bees to be away from them. I don't blame you, Rick. See, I always got along okay with Rick. It was George that had a real serious problem, and now he's got a much bigger problem because he knows that they're hovering like vultures. See, Suds was in here, but you know something? He was just scoping the thing out. He was, he was laying the groundwork for um, for Suds, I mean for Rick, and now that Rick called here today. See, Rick didn't call about Mike. He called about the being on this summer, filling in when I'm not here. The Mike thing was just window dressing at this point. I mean, you know, that's old news. So Rick and Suds are getting together. They're plotting. You know, like on Family Feud, the family would get together in a court. It was kind of embarrassing, too. They were all down there on their knees. I think there's a different word for that. But I'm not sure they used to call it plotting. And that's what Rick and Suds are doing. They're plotting for your, I don't want to say demise. Hey, listen, guys. Somebody much, much older than you guys put together tried that already this year. Their last year didn't work out. I don't want to mention no names. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. All South Florida surfers are fags, no doubt about that. Are they really? Absolutely. Huh. But there's one thing about the sport. No sparsers will you ever see surfing, ever. That, that's not true. No? No, and he's maybe not anymore, but in these movies I was talking about, there was one. Maybe he was the token, I don't know, but they had one black uh, guy that was surfing. Well, very small percentage. Mm -hmm. And uh, Well, that's because black people no can't swim. I'm sorry? How many black swimmers do you ever see? How many black divers when you watch a swim meet? You don't see any. They can't swim. None. I think that's part of the beauty of the sport. And I don't mean to sound well, those, racist Those big feet. No, you don't mean to sound racist or anything like that, but, you know, I think you have a good point. Black people can't swim. White, white men can't jump, and black folks can't swim. 
That's what Greg Lucena said. Five, six, seven. Boy, this lunch is so damn good, you know. I, th- I think this was a masterpiece on my, uh, my mind. I know you don't like the, uh, the chicken drumettes. No. They're the best, crispiest batch they've ever made there. Well, I'm real happy for you, okay? 592 votes on the poll. Shocking. Pamela Lee is on there now. She don't have any votes. What the hell's the black-headed kid, which I can never remember his name, damn it, that used to be on Baywatch? The short kid, dark black hair. David Charvet. No, not David Charvet. That's like a little kind of fruity, if you ask me. No, the, the really, the kid that was on that other show now, he's on some, one of those nighttime shows. You know who I'm talking about. We've been through no, this. Uh, yes, you do. He knows. We've been through this 50 billion times. You know, I never watched an episode he of He played Baywatch. Billy. Either he's Billy on some other show or he was Billy on Baywatch. Real nice-looking little kid with the short black hair. Somebody will call. I apologize to the audience, but when you get as old as I am, you forget, like, where you live, you know? I have to have somebody escort me to the house so I remember where the hell I'm going. Uh, and it's it's a real Billy, maybe that is his name. Billy Squire. Billy Bibbit. Billy Jean. Billy, Billy Bibbit. That might be it. Somebody will fax it into us immediately, if not sooner. You'll see. Now, why did I mention that? Oh, because of Baywatch and Pamela Lee. I'll tell you another person that I can't stand who also belongs on our list, but we won't put him on there because Eric will be upset. David Hasselhoff, speaking of Baywatch. Boy, he is, he just, and you talk about a guy with an ego, man. He's got an ego bigger than Mo. This guy thinks his stuff don't stink. David Hasselhoff. Oh, look, remember that show I was in with a car? No. Yeah, big deal. Nothing like watching some old troll like David Hasselhoff running out there in a bathing suit pretending to be sexy. Oh, Oh, well, you know something? In this country, it, it sells. Just like these damn shows you're talking about, these reality shows, they bring on all these unbelievably ugly people. <coughs> and they're really desperate, like Clarence. They're gathered around her set. <sighs> you know, they're rubbing themselves raw just looking at these gross, because they think it might be alive, you know. It's alive. It's on my TV. There's a little skin there, you know. Very sad. Billy Warlock? Thank you, Billy Warlock. Was he one? Here's uh, Hollywood. Hello. General Hospital. Thank you, General Hospital. Hollywood, yes, sir. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Happy Great. New Year. Same to you. How about uh, Martha Stewart? Oh, man, you know something? She could be the winner. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot, pal. You got it. She's on her. Martha Stewart, how did we leave her out? And you know what this? What the moral of this story is? That there's a zillion untalented assholes running around out there who are making millions of dollars who can't do squat. It's an inspiration. I think she wants to concentrate on her salad, though, is what I'm hearing. I love that. That was the best. Well, listen, Martha, did you really uh, do insider trading? Did you really rip off the ball? I'm concentrating on my salad. And she had her head buried in the bowl. She's enough to make me have my head buried in the bowl. 1217, we're going to talk on Monday about toilets. All right. No, seriously, do you ever have a problem? Did you ever have a problem with the toilet that doesn't, is it the water pressure that makes you sometimes have to flush two or three times? Yes, because there are all different kinds. and in That the, bothers me. I've got a really crappy toilet, if I can say that. In recent days, they've tried to make water-conscious toilets. Right. So water con- conservation. So they don't use thing. as much water as right. the old-style yeah. modes. But I don't have one of those. Right. Well, you don't know. I mean, if your house was built in this century, it might have a newer toilet in it. What, what does that mean? Like the old-style toilets uh, flush great, but... If your house is relatively new, like I know yours is. My house is 10 or 11 years old. That's No, that's new. It is? Yeah. Well, my toilet stinks. Of course, well, if I stop sniffing flush it. it twice. 1218 at 560 WQM. Anybody else's toilet stink out there? Uh-huh. I'll bet it does. 
Well, it's a new year, and if you're thinking about losing the weight that you packed on during Thanksgiving and Christmas and Chinooka and, and New Year's uh, even day, here's an answer for you. A great place to shop. Delights of West Boca. What a wonderful joint. Delights of West Boca is a mega store for the Atkins diet or any low-carb, sugar-free diet. The entire store is dedicated to people like you who are sick and tired of walking into your supermarket and finding practically nothing that you can eat. There's good reason to join the thousands who travel to Delights. They've got over 600 delicious, outstanding low-carb food products, like their new control-carb chocolate brownies and four scrumptious flavors, only one and a half carbs. Duff was uh, chewing on them this morning and said they were great. He said you can't believe how good those things are. So whether it's Carbolite ice cream, breads, chips, muffins, cheesecakes, pasta, and sauces, Delights of West Boca is the place you're going to love, and you can sample anything in the store. Try it before you buy it they got a staff who really knows their crap. They're open every day, seven days a week from 10 till 10. And they carry the most complete line of Atkins brand products in the world that are always 25% off all day, every day. On Sukkot, on Easter, every day of your life. And, of course, everybody and their brother again is talking about Atkins because they're finally admitting that Atkins really works. It helps lower your weight and your cholesterol and triglycerides, too. So check out the number one low-carb, sugar-free store in the world, Delights of West Boca, on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next to Boston Market, or call them toll-free, 1-877-LOW-CARB, or on the web at lowcarb.com. You lose enough weight pretty soon, you look as just like Tommy Brady. Don't forget, there's only one Delights of West Boca, your official Atkins Retail Center. We're Sports Radio 560, QAM. Oh, God. Whitney Houston. Bobby Brown. Time to talk together about this famously turbulent marriage. We've gone 10 years, and they didn't give us six minutes to last. Have you ever hit her? Yeah, because I'm sure in anger. It's not an everyday thing. It's maybe every other day. <laughs> I now pronounce you husband and wife. You are looking at their wedding videos, never before seen publicly. Whitney Houston. Marrying Bobby Brown. Your husband's controlling. Yeah. Turbulent. Yeah. Dangerous? Absolutely. Just leave him. No, no way. No, 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 no. Way. no I don't no. want to let go of him. That's know? the life we live in. <laughs> yeah, because you know? we're rock and rollers, man. And this is forever. That's what I said. In other words, this is the life we have chosen is what they're trying to say. I am so sick and tired of them. Oh, Whitney Houston and uh, that disgusting, obnoxious uh, thing of hers. 22 past noon. Here's a fax that says from listener George. How do you like that? David Hasselhoff, which I just said only moments ago. Psychic again. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I put him on there, but a lot of people get pissed off. They love him. They love Arnold. It says, my old Italian mom told me she used to carry whole onions to school and eat them as like an apple on her lunch break. Utica Free Academy, New York, 1953 to 57. That's why nobody would uh, talk to your mom. Somebody must have. No, you don't have to talk. <laughs> That's true. Oh, and speaking of that. Frank faxes this. It says, as far as Pamela Lee is concerned, she definitely deserves on this list for least talent. Even in her best performance, co-starring Tommy Lee, she sucked at sucking, couldn't get Tommy off for the life of her. How do you like that? So not only is she disgusting, obnoxious, and plastic, but she uh, gives bad head. Pamela Lee. I mean, once upon a time, for about two or three once minutes there, she was very hot. That's when she was going with Kelly Slater. Then she skanked out. So that bad. proves that not all uh, surfers are fags. Kelly Slater. Damn it. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Martha Stewart's on the poll. She don't have any votes yet. And Wayne Newton still only got one. Pamela Lee's already got a big pair. Merv Griffin, two. Tom Bro, oh, change it again on me. Come on. Pamela Lee's got uh, two. Merv Griffin, a pair. Tom Brokaw, five. 
Madonna, 8. Bruce Springsteen's got 8. Barbara Walters, 9. Sly Stallone, 9. Regis Philbin and Jerry Springer each have 12. Vanna White's up to 14, moving slowly up the ladder. Bill Gates, 19. Fat Rosie O'Donnell, 22. Eminem, 30. Larry King, 34. Oprah, 68. Anna Nicole Smith, 113. And George W. Bush, El Presidente, oh! 240 votes. In case you tune in late, first of all, we have no idea why. We're pretty pissed off about that. Our poll question today on NeilRogers.com, who's the luckiest person on the face of the earth, most success, least talent? And speaking of our website, be sure and go there today because you've got some great pictures on there. Click on the picture thing and take a look at uh, Doreen or whoever that is. I don't know. Maybe it's just a bad picture. She don't look all that great to me. She was at Treasure Island? Mm-hmm. She's a porn star. So what does that prove? So is Ron Jeremy. Oh. So is Randy geez. West. Oh. Yeah. Different, different analogy. So was John Holmes. So was uh, Harry Reams. Obviously, the guys don't have to look like anything. Why is that? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. In gay porno movies, uh, well, there's plenty of ugly guys in there, too, but generally speaking, they're a lot better looking than that. Only Peter North. And for a while, what the hell was his name? The one that got real Tom... Um, what the hell is his name? Tom Byron. Oh, I don't know. If... Yeah, yeah, you do. You I don't, know Tom Byron. I he used to look John pretty Holmes good, but now he's gotten uh, really freaky and nasty. Famous. I think he's trying to be John Holmes' uh, successor. Successor. <laughs> Here's a call from uh, Pompano. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I was speaking to a Canadian from Montreal. Yeah. He give the best head. The only thing is you don't swallow it. Well... Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and variety. That's that crazy guy again. That's the crazy man. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I was, I was just wondering if that was really an old guy or if that was a young guy trying to act like a. It's a chronic uh, lunatic. He's a crazy person. Hey. Uh, well, I, I, I know that's it. unusual in South Florida, but he just happens <laughs> to be one of the odd ones. I got a couple guys, and speaking about Do the you? toilet problem, I got the same problem, and it bugs the living crap out of me. So to speak. Man, uh, for real, I flush it, and then you sit there. And, and it's, it's it. back at you. They're coming back, and, yeah. And, and you wait. I mean, my homes go down the tube, you know, but the mm -hmm. toilet paper stays up at the top. Oh, I see. Or maybe, or maybe one gets left, and you got to wait. A floater. Think, There's nothing worse than a floater or two. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think what's worse than that is uh, when your uncle comes over, and, you know, you ever notice people that they go, they use the toilet, and they miss, they hit everything. But okay, great. Well, well, I'll do that on Monday, okay? I'm right in the middle of my lunch. I mean, this guy wants to give me like a blow-by-blow, -blow, a play-by-play -play of exactly, uh, you know, like a basketball game, you know, like he missed the rim. Don't want to hear it. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. Quit with your scatological references, okay, sir? It's bad for our image on the show. Our image. Mad Dog, Jim Mandage at one. Hank Goldberg from Crystal Palace in the Bahamas at three. Hopefully sounding better than he did yesterday. He was sick. The phone line sucked. You got Chitko Panther preview at seven. The Panthers host the Devils in the Macarena seven thirty. Eddie K follows the hockey game and ESPN radio overnight because Mo ain't on tomorrow morning. Which is a pretty sorry ass reason for programming on his radio station. To show the way he's manipulated these suckers on this place. Boy, oh boy. Man. Here's Delray Beach. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? I got somebody for the poll. Okay. He's pretty disgusting looking. I don't, I'm not even sure what he does for a living. Uh, carrot top. Okay. Uh, he, he, I don't even know what he does. I think he stole his act from Gallagher. Okay, thanks. He be on the poll. See ya. What do you think, carrot top? George says yes. Carrot's because you hate carrot top. 
So let's put Carrot Top on here. He'll get a lot of votes. It'll get a lot of votes. Well, why not? See, you're laughing now because you want Eric to have to do all of this. Eric is trying desperately to finish his sandwiches. You notice I said plural. He's trying to figure, uh, finish his lunches. And you're like, uh, you know, encouraging me to keep adding on. And that's okay. This is okay. And you want to know why it's okay? Because what did I tell you yesterday? Do I know what it's all about here or not, George? About this audience? Yes. And the response and the calls or no calls? What did I say? If it's a list, your favorite music, your favorite artist, your least favorite uh, person, your most hated this, they respond like crazy, man. That's something because it doesn't require like an opinion. It doesn't require much controversy. And that's fine. So what we're going to do is make the Neil Rogers Show the list of the day every day. We're even going to have Franz list as a guest on Tuesday. How do you like that? For all those classical music uh, crybabies. We took our music away. Now they're not playing the right music. Well, it's on KAT, isn't it? Like I said, catch the cat. They, they were bus boards and, bill, and uh, bus benches. Catch the cat when I went there. We actually had promotion on that station. How do you like that? On a, on, a, on a station with a terrible signal that had nothing but old Jews on the beach listening, and we still had promotion. Well, it might encourage you to know. Yes. That Duff and Clarence are out with whoever else looking at billboards. At the sites. cactus? What? <laughs> oh, the billboards. I thought you were sites, talking about yeah. something else, trying to get Clarence some action. Oh, he won't get any there either. Five, six, seven. There, there. So we're going to have some billboards, folks. We're tired of belly aching about Defoe's got billboards and Tom Schmidt, uh, Schnitt, whatever his name is, has got billboards and everybody else has got them. Y100's got footy and that other obnoxious guy with a phony pupic on there. Everybody's got billboards. We're finally getting some. Oh. Nice going there, Greg. You lion sack of crap. God. So what do you say? Rick and Suds this summer or what? Sure. Five. I'm not asking you. I'm oh, asking okay. the audience out there. You're not saying sure. You'd be, you'd be crestfallen. You'd be depressed. Yeah, you would. You can make a, a light of it if you like. I need the money. Everybody who does one talk show, whether it's Ernie Sochin, whether it's Mike Spindell, no matter who it is, they do one show and right away it gets in their blood. It's like a disease. Oh, it's, it is a sickness. It gets in your blood and you say, oh, man, this is this is Mental where it's at. Illness. And, of course, I'm really shocked because doing it in this town, on this station, I would think you'd say, oh, not again. I got nothing to compare it to. What, is, what does that mean? How about an S&M session with somebody with a spiked whip? How about comparing it to that? Let me get back to you. Yeah. Oh, is Doreen back in here again? I think that was Doreen. I think you're making up. Listen, don't be sure. When you go to Treasure Island, when George is there with Miguel and his gang on Wednesdays, or next Thursday it's going to be. She's the feature. Yeah, Doreen? Yeah. Doreen the pain king, a queen. Snow in Miami? That's right. Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto are buried. The factory has sent hell at so many cars, there's no place to park them. Even Tom Lehman had to park cars in his driveway, so they need to place one in yours, your driveway, that is. You following that? Good. Hell is blowing out all the new vehicles, regardless of profit, including the Pontiac Vibe, starting at only 13998 and up to $5,000 off on every GMC Envoy in stock. Plus, get 0% financing or up to a $3,000 rebate. They got all kinds of fantastic pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. By the way, speaking of SUVs, you know these ads they're running now with Arianna Huffington, all these crazy people? The fact of the matter is, if you're driving any car, it's according to their logic... If you're driving any car, you're helping terrorism because it's going to uh, the same companies, the same countries that are providing a good chunk of the oil. So that's the most bogus, the most fallacious pile of crap. If you're driving a Volkswagen Beetle, you're still helping out terrorism if you believe they're bullcrap, which we don't. And if any other car dealer out there said, hey, no, you're a deadbeat, you're not going to buy a car here, Tom Lehman and the people at Hallett will cut you a deal, amazingly enough, even if you once worked in radio. 
It's a winter blizzard emergency clearance sale going on right now at Hallett Pontiac GMC, 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's U.S. 1 across from the falls. Open every day of your life, seven days a week. And if you want to save even more money, be sure to tell them you heard about it right here on the world-famous, most prestigious Neil Rogers Show. Call the Neil Rogers Neil Deal Hotline toll-free at one 534 4211 1-888-534-4211 for Hallett Pontiac GMC, who still be, no matter what they say, professional grade. Sports Radio 560, QAM. Oh, God. What you got? Okay. Oh, man, those always get me, the ones that end, like, real abrupt. So Lynn Samuels, another email who says she doesn't like onions because they give her <laughs> gas, is what she said. Maybe eat a whole bunch of onions next time you're going to produce one of those Miss Grudge shows would be a good idea. And give them the gas, if anybody I know deserves it. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. A magnificent lunch. But you're right, they pack in about 15 pounds of food in there, and you're a witness to the fact... And you I know said people it are... before, but I never, you know, because you well, well, look at that all the time. Because they're trying to be nice to me, which I appreciate. But it's like a whole two, pig's two, worth of bacon. Two thirds of it is in the uh, in the can. Thanks again, though, Hudson and Wayne. The food was delicious and sensational. Wayne Arnold's Royal Castle. Speaking of people with marginal talent, British TV to Christina, cover up or go home. <laughs> you see this story? Yeah, I heard about it. Christina Aguilar has been told by TV execs in the United Kingdom that she needs to tone it down or else. They must be talking about that latest video of hers. One of them. What's that one called? Dirty, uh, down and dirty, dirty and filthy, nasty, weird. scummy, skanky, yeah. dirty ho. The last time Aguilar appeared on a British TV, she caused quite a stir in her outfit, a bikini top, chaps, and teeny tiny bottoms with the word nasty across the cheeks. And believe me, she is nasty. According to reports, hundreds of viewers complained causing an investigation by the ITC, the British Independent Television Commission. Woo! We're always keen to have Christina on the show, but the skippy knickers and bottom have been banned. In other words, she was showing too much of her bum, says the source at the show, CDUK. Her last performance caused such an uproar that we cannot risk it happening again. A report by the ITC adds, This is a show aimed at children and dance routines that are overly sexual or too suggestive are not suitable. After being warned that she would be banned from appearing on any children's shows in the U.K., Aguilera showed up for the taping of her performance in black pants, shirt, and a white tie. 
She also dumped the bump and grind routine sitting on a stool. She was sitting on some stool while performing her song, Impossible. You ever sit on stool? <laughs> Said a CD UK spokesman, Christina's last performance got the program into a lot of trouble. We were relieved she turned up in more clothes this time. Oh, those poor constipated Brits. Which I find amazing because if you look on the British uh, uh, MTV or any of the other uh, Brit and other European MTV and music channels, there's more flesh on there than you'll see at Treasure Island, I'll guarantee you that. Shocking. Maybe it was just her that they found obscene because it was her. I think they thought it was a kitty. <laughs> I mean, she was invited to the uh, Buckingham Palace. But when they had all the hors d'oeuvres out there, she sucked up all the cheese, and they were pretty pissed off about that. Seriously, if you put a trap out with cheese, you'd have uh, Christina. Anybody out there want Christina? Just put a little cheese right there at the door. She'll be there in 15 minutes. Here's Sonny Isles. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I got, I got one for your list. Well, actually, I got a couple for your list, but one, I don't know if anyone mentioned it. He's dead, though, but uh, what about Je John John Kennedy? Yeah, he would have been good. He would have been good. He was, that's a, that would be definitive, yes, if he were still alive. Uh, the other one is uh, Ray Martinez and Wolf for Lorraine. Yeah, okay. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Isn't that sad? Your, your people, their little, little clack, little circle jerk, sit around. Five years. Only only started at this radio station. The curse of QAM. The curse that we have to bear on the show. The Cuban curse. Here's a call from Boca. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, candidate for your poll. Okay. How about the uh, esteemed Al Sharpton? Mm, okay. What? Nothing. They're getting off. off uh... Yeah, they're, you're getting off topic, okay? Generally speaking, politicians aren't supposed to have talent. Which I, you know, and that would be a good out for the president because he is leading by a million votes. But in this, in his case, we'll make an exception. He's a talented blowhard, Al Sharpton. He got to where he is under his own steam. Yeah. Well, then so Un did. Unlike the president. Oh, I see. I see. It was just. Or was he didn't have there. like a bunch of rich relatives who propped him up right. and made all kinds of right. uh, shady business deals, uh, like with a yeah, baseball team exactly. and the oil company. Mm -hmm. Five, I see. Five, six, seven, oh, five. oh, and the bad news is Al Sharpton says he's running, too. You see that? Oh, he's going to get awful winded. No, he is. He'd be running, man. Let him say that every time. The curse of the Democrats. If it's not Jesse, it's Al Sharpton. He's running as a Democrat? He's running as a dark-complected Ojean provocateur is what he's running as. He said, I just want to be me. Here's Pompano. Hello. Hey, Neil. Happy and healthy. And same to you. Uh, I have one for your poll. Uh, the infamous uh, Sylvester Stallone. He's on there. Oh, okay. Well, unfortunately, I didn't hear that. Sorry. And if, if George would grow up here, uh, he'd be all right. Yeah, grow up here, George. He'd be a lot better if he had some balls. I'm all right. Have a good one. Thanks. He's got a good point, that guy. What? I'm germinating some. No, you're not. Because he's afraid for his job. After Once Mo started trying to get his ass canned. Well, not everybody has an ironclad contract, you know. Well, you do now. We hear it's coming. It's still not ironclad. It didn't didn't uh, Greg come in there just no yesterday with a really good mood all of a sudden after right. I bitched and moaned to a muff? It's still going to say about I have to the aberrant way that Greg treats us here on his show and that he's a piece of crap and a lion sack. And Greg comes in here yesterday afternoon again, long after I'm gone, when when the coast is clear, of course. You mark my words. I'm going to hide my car. I'm going to go down there one day, park my car over at Cemetery Village next door, that place in their parking lot, and I'm going to sneak back in here again, and I'm going to sit right in that corner in there. And wait for him to come in here and start in with you. Should jump out and go ooga booga. Yeah, I will. I'm going to open that door up fast and say, Hey, Greg, you're full of it. 
instant death. His heart will stop. So anyway, he was in here yesterday giving you a song to dance and sucking up, and we got the billboards coming up, and your contract is just about done. Well, what did he say about your contract? It's just about done. And I think he said you're just about done. Yeah. I think you misunderstood. There's going to be a clause in there. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. So what do you think? Rick and Suds this coming summer or what? To fill in on the show. Carlos says, uh, well, he, what do you care? Well, that's right. If it's Rick and Suds, he'd be in there. But if it's him, you're in there. What? The, you don't think I'm going to sabotage the show if I'm in here? I think I threw away lunch too soon. You know, would it be in bad taste if I went back in the garbage? You sealed it. Ha up. Have you ever done that? It's sealed up in a sealed box. Oh, yeah, it's in a sealed container here. Right. It didn't so it's not anything. really in bad. I mean, nothing got in there. But That's the rule. If it touches something else, See, I, I want the onion. No, there is no more onions. It's bacon. Oh, here. Here's some onions hiding under mm, the bacon. Mm, that's to piss off Carlos. Look at that. He can't even look at it. How can anybody not like onions? Or chocolate. No, but I'm not. we're not eating chocolate right now. Chocolate is, would kill me. But onions are good for me. It's on these scatkins. What's wrong with that? Mmm, uh, man, gives you that fire-breathing breath. How about getting some garlic in here too? Don't you love garlic? You're driving him out of here. You don't like garlic? What an asshole, man! God, what do you like? What do you eat? Oh, I don't want to hear the answer. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty. Bye, Carlos. Have a nice culinary weekend. Thanks for the great job, as usual. Did you tell him when he started here that that would be the most thing, beside the money, the most he'd get most abuse beside money? I told him for like a year that all he would ever get is abuse, and he wanted in here anyway. Well, he deserves it. Here's the West Palm Beach. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, I got someone. I mean, you'll have to make an exception. What about Jeb? Yeah. Jeb Bush. Yeah, you're he's right, but idiot, he's, but he's what? He's not an idiot. He's wait, just wait, evil. Wait, the idiot is yeah. not the poll. The poll didn't say he was the biggest idiot. We said he's least just, talented and most successful. He's lucky. He, That's how we got there. He's what? But he's, he's lucky? What did he say? Uh, I think he said he's lucky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't say what you thought he said. Well, oh, you're, like you're, you're, you're way off. Since Rick Riley called, I want the audience to know that since Rick Riley's call, George has been losing it. Losing it. Because he's so paranoid and nervous that we're going to have Rick and Suds in it. There's one thing you should keep in mind. If Rick and Suds are going to come in here and fill in, what are they going to want? Money. Yeah. Does that settle well, that? No, I know. Okay. That takes care of that problem. Maybe they'll trade it out. Here's a call from Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I'd like to nominate the king. Larry King. He's already on there. Oh, I'm sorry. He's got 35 votes, you'll be pleased to know. Okay, I'll he's vote in, for him. He's in fourth place. Put two votes in for me. Only $50. Okay, thank you. 5670560. Oh, I better read the results again because we have people tuning in all the time. Who's the luckiest person on the face of the earth? Most success, least talent. President George W. Bush is winning hands down your pants. 261 votes. Nobody's even close. But Anna Nicole Smith, who was a late addition, has got 123 over the weekend since this poll will be up there all weekend long. She might give him a run for his money. Oprah, 73. Larry King, 35. Blow me $50. Just said that. Eminem, 32. Rosie O'Donnell, 24. Bill Gates, 20. Vanna White, 19. Jerry Springer and Regis Philbin each have 12. Sly Stallone, Barbara Walters each have 9. Bruce Springsteen with 8. Madonna's got 8. Tom Brokaw's got 5. Merv Griffin's got a pair. Pamela Lee's got a big pair. Martha Stewart, 2. And Wayne Newton's still only 1. Aren't you surprised about that? Maybe this audience likes Wayne Newton. Or they just don't think he's in the same league with these he's, other ones. He's not. 
in the same league with El Presidente. He's not? No. Like not with Anna Nicole? I guarantee you he's made a lot more money than Anna Nicole. I'm not talking about how much he inherited in some old coot's will, huh? How many songs did she write? What did he write? Duncan Shane. He wrote that? Yeah, he wrote that. No. That was his, he did. I read a, or saw something. Well, I'm going home and voting for him then. 14, 14 to 1 at 560 QAM. Hey, Wayne, Duncan Shane. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Friday, you bastard! That pipe smoker and uncircumcised cue will bend engage in a fake dance. <laughs> I'm a cranky homophobe. Not that I mind it, but I'm way too old. I fantasize about being in bed. In a tryst with Fiedler, my man friend. I'll kiss and make up with Ginger someday. And then ask him to rape my buns Over and over again Though I would not feel remorseful no! And I would not be ashamed About a ginger and mogay union Just boning and stroking away Boy, Kelly, you're not my type you sound like a nine-year-old kid. Hey! Only a macho, manly kind. You don't notice me. That makes me flip my wig. If Ginger was a lover of mine, I'd bury my bulbous, veiny nose inside his pimply rear end. No, I would not be a sport home. If I was not a closet bay, that's why a ginger and mochay union would make me feel giddy and gay. Everybody follow my thousand pools. Yeah, ginger and mochay union would make my sorrel bony ass feel safe. If we had a ginger and mochay union. Then he wouldn't have to get me raped. 1250, 10 to 1 at 560. That's number one with four bullets. By the way, just mentioned that in passing. Here's a call from Boca. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Great. Happy Friday. And back to you. How can we hate Bruce Springsteen so much? I think he's a screamer. He doesn't sing. He just shouts and screams and makes a lot of noise. I don't think he could sing his way out of a paper bag. Right, he has a great voice, but he has a lot of talent. Well, how, how do you know he's got a great voice? He just shouts. He you oh. can't tell what he's got, what kind of a voice. No, I said he doesn't have a great voice, oh. but he, he's a great guitarist, and he's a great uh, lyric writer. He's talking about Bruce Springsteen. Now, George just puked. Well, he did write Blinded by the Light. Mm. Like I said, I'll pass. Even though his version of it sucked. He, he sucks. He just sucks. That's all Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. I mean, if you like a lot of screaming and puking, Great. Good luck to you, okay, Bruce? You suck. He's the kind of guy that people who want to get stoned out of their minds and go to a concert, they'll go and see, regardless of what the music is. Do you follow what I'm saying? Like Jeff Cohen. 
He went to see Springsteen. He goes to see anybody because it's a good excuse to get just, just absolutely, well, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I got a name to add to your list. But first, what it's worth to you, I can only eat onions when they're cooked. I can't eat them at all when they're raw. Yeah, well, when they're raw, they're like, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's an much. acquired taste. But I don't mind it when they're raw as long as you don't go overboard. Yeah, I can't eat them at all when they're raw, but you can give them to me when they're cooked. Same with mushrooms. can only eat them cooked. Can't oh, yeah, them. I agree with you. I don't like raw mushrooms. Ooh. Yeah, ugh. Tastes like a fungi. You, you, yeah, exactly. You feel like you're eating toadstools. Anyway, here's a guy that I have been saying for years, but I think it's a man. Did you ever see a toadstool? Go toad ahead, I'm sorry. No, I can't say so. Pretty well. It's been a long time since I've seen one of those. Anyway, um, the guy who I think has got to be the luckiest guy in the world mm-hmm. has got to be Tom Arnold. Okay. Yeah, somebody See? else said that. I mean, he was a nobody. He married somebody famous. Now she's no longer around, and he's still on the movies all over TV. Uh, it just blows me away. Okay, we'll put him on there. All right, Neil. Thanks. Have a good day. Let's now let's put Tom Arnold on there. What do you say, Eric? No. Yes. We're putting Tom Arnold on there. You know who else? Who? Drew Carey. <gasps> what? I forgot all about it. You agree? I saw his stand-up routine, and it was funny, but that was like 20 years ago. Oh, well, so if he's got a little bit of talent, then let's not knock him. That's not like a fat, goofy guy. I guess he's making money. I don't know why. I, feel I, real sorry I don't for find Tom him Arnold. even mildly amusing. You don't want to put Tom Arnold on there? I just feel sorry for him because he had to put up with that for, I don't know, days. Wait a minute. He he had to put up with it? How about if he chose to put up with it? All right, that's a good he point. He chose to put up with it. You know so what I'm saying? He's just a mediocre actor. I mean, he's not, uh, like, atrocious or anything. He just Tom Arnold? Up. Tom Arnold. He just shows up, does his lines. It's not spectacular or anything like put that. Put Tom Arnold on the list right away, Eric. Five six seven oh five sixty pound. Like I said, Rick and Suds this summer starting to sound real attractive. Lake Park, hello. Lake Park. Hello, Neil. How you doing? Long time, first time. Yes, sir. Happy New Year to you. Ah, you're talking about people. Who, how about your buddy that peddles all that flea market stuff, Ron Popeil? And his pasta machine and all that. Good you think stuff. Ron Popeil doesn't have talent to be able to sell that crap to the public and make millions of dollars? you got to be kidding, man. Well, true. He paints his bald spot on uh, TV. Now, that was the best. If you can sell, although obviously you notice how long, uh, what a brief period of time that was on. Mm-hmm. But if you can sell guys on spraying hair out of a can, you must have some kind of talent. Remember that? The Ron Popeil uh, spraying sure. hair? And then, of course, he'd walk out and it would be raining, and he'd, have, he'd look like uh, Al Jolson. GLA. Looks like he'd be doing his infomercial in uh, blackface. Black puss. Paint your bald spot? Exactly. That's what the guy said. But you weren't listening because you were hocking a chronic. 5670560, Pine 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. I'll tell you, this is Wayne Arnold, man. This guy's good. He really has a good... good. Uh, look at that. It's the new... Uh, it still looks fat to me. It's the beast. Oh, that's only from the neck up. Now, see, you know what you should do? You should grow some hair. What are you laughing about? Don't you think if he had hair? In fact, listen. Maybe we could borrow the one from Luis Miguel over there. Wouldn't you? Would he be lovely with a muskrat on or what? That's him. The beast with a muskrat hairdo. It's right over there on it's Luis right Miguel's the out there. forehead. There. Slip that baby on and let's take a look. Oh, is it's that Daniel Boob? <laughs> <laughs> it's Daniel Goon. Man, oh man, if that isn't the beast or what, it's too small for his fat head. He's got the fattest head of anybody I've ever seen in my head, doesn't he? We got some that uh, aren't all sealed up. Yeah, try to find one that'll fit like a size 42 cap. 
Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I'm Scott Mitchell and Ron Jeremy. Yeah. Those two guys are, are pretty lucky. I think. Ever see the two of them together? No. <laughs> I think Scott Mitchell, what do you have, one good quarter, and then he got like a $20 million. You know, you know, the interesting part of that is I've met both of them, not that I'm bragging about it, but uh, Al Goldstein brought, slept around Jeremy in here that one day. And then once when I was doing that awful uh, infomercial show for uh, Kendall Toyota. Yeah. Remember those days? Uh, Scott Mitchell was the guest on the other segment of the show, so I met him too. What a, uh, a nice guy, but like a big farmer kind of, uh, and they paid him $11 million that year, and they said, well, go away, you know. Yeah, he became, I think, a third-string quarterback. Exactly. And now he's uh, getting like $20 million. And the, you know who else you could put in there? The writer for the Sunset and the Slavnik or something like that. The guy has not made a one one complete sentence, if you ever read his uh, stuff on the front page there. Okay. Bye. Quit while you're ahead. Yeah, I think that's Slavnik or whatever his name is. See, the question is, who is the luckiest person on the face of the earth? Most success, least talent. I don't think, oh, the beast says that's me. Most success? Now, do you want to, we got a couple of minutes here. Do you want to tell us of the real story, the inside story about getting canned off of that morning show? And where do you get your information? Why, why, see, this is a good pair. We got George and the Beast in the other room together now. Man, the pussy factor is just oozing what, through the What haven't I said? What do you mean? What have I held back? Oh, come on. Are you Made kidding something. me? Um, That's easy to say. Oh, come we've on. only got three minutes left. Yeah, you can't fill We can once. do a whole show of you it on Monday. You can't fill ten seconds. Okay. How about all the times in Toronto when you'd be playing that mm, that that uh, song? Well, that's because well, the Inquisition was in progress. Oh, I see. So now that, the, by now that the Inquisition is over with, well, let's wait till you get that contract signed. Okay, that's good. Then oh, <laughs> see, see what I mean? Talk's a good game, but ah, yeah, good point. Ain't nothing I won't say, and I said it during. And the, in the uh, case of the Beast, what's he vacation? got to lose here? Oh, that's right, his Kane stuff. Oh, nice game, by the way. I don't mean your performance because I didn't hear it. Great game, Beast. And don't be bellyaching about a bad call, Liz. We got screwed because the fact of the matter is they should have won by about forty points. Ohio State blows. They're really like a. They're not very good. Yeah, they're not very good. They're not, they're not very good. USC would have kicked their ass. Are you kidding me? Do you debate that? Yes. USC would have kicked either one of those teams' ass right out there to mop the field up with them the way they played that night. I'm talking about if they would have played the way they did. Ohio, Ohio State barely got by Cincinnati. See, you think that you're looking at some schmuck who don't know what he's talking about, okay? I know my sports better than some of these assholes in this building. Oh, I talk a big game, the Jets, the Mets, yeah, no, who don't know uh, anything. Except how to make people's lives miserable. I don't want to get, get too specific. Oh, they're fool are really good, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm, fi I'm finishing up. I'm finishing right, up. I did, I did reach lap. back in the wastebasket. That's bad. <laughs> no, it is bad. But it's so good, it's such a shame to waste. In fact, if I'd known the beast was coming in, we could have given some Atkins. Now, are you getting the sack again or what? We're back on the sack. Oh! And maybe next week when uh, Troy comes back into town, we can find out what's going on with that thing. Troy Stratford has butchered that account, which we don't want to have happen, because the food has really picked up. Has it been a lot better? Yes. Did you get the blintzes? Well, the, well, the Did you get the cheese blintzes? Yeah, but I got, like, flounder and salmon. It was horrible. Right. I got that, too, and I didn't order that. Yeah, no, neither did I. Yeah, start sending us up that we ordered, Troy, okay? Not flounder and salmon. We don't want no flounder and salmon, okay? Idiot. Anyway, how'd that final uh, total on the poll? See, this is bad. This eating on the ear stuff. You better quit quit um, doing that to me. That's what Gary Bruce said. What? Don't you remember that was that first screaming tirade? I almost got fired because you were eating on the air and I was supposed to stop you. For what reason? Because it was bad radio or because he was, was trying to... It was bad radio and I'm supposed to control you. And if I can't control you, he'll get somebody in there who can, like Roger. And uh, you cussed him out in the hall and everybody was running for uh, whatever open door. Really? Through closed doors. What an asshole. 
600. Oh, did you see that? I just spit out a little piece of white hot over my damn uh, oh keyboard. 683 votes. Tom Arnold's on there. He didn't have any votes. Wayne Newton still only got one. Pamela Lee appear. Big, big, uh, not real. Merv Griffin appear. Martha Stewart, three. Tom Brokaw, five. Bruce Springsteen, eight. Barbara Walters and Madonna, nine. Sly Stallone, ten. Jerry Springer's got 12. Regis Philbin be having 12. Bill Gates, 20. 22 for Vanna. Rosie O'Donnell, 24. Eminem, 34. Larry King, 35. Oprah, 76. Ah, change it again. You can't change it. We don't have time for you to change, goddammit. Come on, change real fast. Do it. Move it. Uh, Anna Nicole Smith, 131, and George W. Bush, 269. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale.